0: twitch and Floatplane chat and welcome to the wan show ladies and gentlemen we've got a fantastic show lined up for you guys today man was there ever a lot of tech news i mean it's ces right sort of so have you seen any Four pic- things that are remotely interesting have you seen any pictures from like the show
1: I've seen. Yeah. Oh, it's just like not very many <laughs> yeah, things there or people. Yeah.
0: It's it's pretty dead. It's pretty dead. There's yeah. not a lot of not a lot of people there, yeah. uh, but definitely a lot of news. You got your Wi-Fi six release two. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was waiting for that. We're gonna talk about I that. The second version of it. Also, we've got Intel just freaking deciding to be doing lots of stuff they basically.
1: fell asleep for like a decade and yeah. now they're waking up just
0: what's going on they're flailing just they're swinging yeah in every direction <laughs> yeah. you, you better watch it you could get your jaw broke you make gpus <laughs> 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 what else we got today
1: uh nvidia is is really really shy about its rtx 3090 ti
0: why so or, shy or sorry, nvidia Hi. Um, i don't even want never say that again on this show <laughs>
1: They clarified again.
0: Never say it. Okay. Never say. It. Okay. You know how many people take it seriously when I say stuff like that to you, guys. We're just. <laughs> I just want to clarify. Okay. When I t- what on oh, like oh man yeah like it's it's on it's insulting on so many levels. <laughs> on the one hand, it's insulting that people think that I'm actually just a giant <laughs> And on the other hand, it's insulting that they think I'm stupid enough to show that. Publicly, (laughs) if I was such a gigantic in recorded format, exactly right. Yeah, never say those words on this show.
2: I'm so sorry,
0: I'm joking. And he's not sorry either, (laughs) he's gonna do it again. (laughs) What else we
1: got? Uh, I mean, there's a few other things that happened to the show, like a color changing phone and a color changing car. But, um, okay, the color change car is pretty cool, yeah, but it's not in the (laughs) dog. I grabbed an article so we can share it anyway, so I think it's pretty cool. It is pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> but, right.
0: uh, yeah, no, 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 color changing car. We'll just do it. Let's yeah. roll that intro. It's going to be a real formal show. Yeah. It's all about the ties. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness.
1: Where is it? Here it is.
0: Plane chat, I hate you so much. Why? OMG Wise Line is telling Luke what to say. This is like way too far. <laughs> Enough. Enough. Enough sponsors. Squarespace. Mint mobile. No way. Mint mobile's a sponsor? Yeah. Isn't that like Ryan Reynolds thing? I think so. And FreshBooks too. Alright, cool. <laughs> um, I, I I am officially I'm officially, you know, sponsored by my fellow Vancouver. Holy crap. Uh, do you want to curate some merch messages real quick? Because sure. they are flying in today. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> People figured out that we launched something today. Um, why don't I talk through yes, the NVIDIA stuff? Or show it off? That's our. Oh, I, I mean, I guess I could do that. It's a yeah. little early in the show to just be showing the merch. Is it? They don't think so. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll show the merch one second. We just launched the <laughs> Wants, the Wan Pants they're like a jogger/sweatpants kind of thing. Hey, Luke's rocking them too. They got the they orange accents. Actually, yeah, that's pretty good. They got yeah. the uh, they got the waterproof zipper. I mean, they're they're sweatpants, so like there's nothing else waterproof about the garment. We were just like, "Hey, waterproof zippers are sick." So we're yeah. going to put a YKK waterproof zipper on the butt. I like that all the pockets zip up because uh, I find stuff falls
1: out of sweatpant pockets way too easy.
0: I have lost two pairs of AirPods Pros. Because of sweatpants that don't have zippers on the pocket. Yeah, so that yeah. was something that I specifically asked for on these.
1: Yeah, that's huge for me. Like, that's actually, that's massive.
0: And then I actually finally have a response to what the back pocket is for. Okay? So aside from the obvious joke that it's for your condoms, because you're not having any sex, um, <laughs> it's for your earphones. Okay. And it actually like doesn't interfere with where your butt sits like in the chair.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, so there you go. It's got a little zipper pocket in the back for your earphones. Good stuff, all right. Let's talk about Nvidia. Nvidia tries its best. And this is where the headline, why you so shy Nvidia, why are you so shy comes from. They try their best <laughs> not to talk about the RTX 3090 Ti. don't even do it (laughs) it's officially tie okay (laughs) and confirmed the rtx 3050 so they unveiled their most powerful gpu ever at ces on tuesday but they talked about it for just 25 seconds out of their 48 and a half minute presentation (laughs) which was enough for us to find out the following It's got 40 shader teraflops, 78 rage racing teraflops, 320 tensor teraflops, 24 gigs of GDDR6X memory at 21 gigabit per second, and then rumors further suggest 10,752 CUDA cores, 1560 megahertz base, 1860 megahertz boost clocks, and over one terabyte per second of memory bandwidth. That's right, they have cracked the terabyte per second memory bandwidth barrier, allegedly. It's asking for 450 watts via either a PCIe Gen 5 16-pin 12-volt connector or two 12-pin NVIDIA ones, and has an MSRP supposedly of $1699 US dollars. The other thing that is not rumor, but that they officially confirmed, is that it is pronounced Thai. They are, in fact, incorrect. Yes, that's right. I said it. <laughs> NVIDIA is not correct about the name of their own product because nobody ever, ever pronounced okay, the periodic element titanium tie. Nobody ever did that. It is short for titanium, and nobody shortens titanium to tie.
1: T-I also just sounds
0: way cooler.
1: It does. 3080 Ti sounds lame, it's weak, not good. It 30 does. 3080 Ti sounds great.
0: It does. And it's like, it's like I'm sorry. You know, I, I know this is going to be one of those things where there's going to be someone on Twitter who goes, Linus's arrogance on full display again. Imagine telling a company <laughs> that they're wrong about the name of their product. But you got to understand, Ti is not a thing that NVIDIA, like, invented. They did not create the periodic table of the elements. They did, they did, they, they named their titanium card, like, how, how, how long ago was that? Like, 20 years ago. They long had time. the first TI suffix card or something like that. I can't remember exactly how long ago it was. It was about that, though. And it was clearly titanium. So why the retcon? I don't, I don't get it. You, you, you can't just change the story. So I'm angry. I'm angry. And uh, that's, uh, that's all I had to say about that. I love how that. the
1: majority of the, they didn't really talk about this graphics card topic was just being angry about
0: <laughs> the pronunciation of Thai. Well, it's just unnecessary, you know? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> uh, I, <sighs> I,
1: will, I will point out that, that, that they always want it called Thai, but I will never consistently call they it They do tie. not
0: always want it called Thai. That is a new thing. When they launched like 560 Ti, it was not Ti.
1: Was it really? No. Do you have like an actual clip of them saying Ti for that launch? Oh, lots of- that, That would be very interesting.
0: More than half the people I know at NVIDIA call it Ti. Yeah, like if you're just on a conference call yeah. with them, yeah. Almost, actually, now that I think about it, almost everyone I've ever talked to at Nvidia, everyone I know at Nvidia says Ti. <laughs> they say Ti because it obviously <laughs> is. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> stupid. I wonder if this is a weird thing where it's like actually a um, where it's some kind of like trademark battle and they just can't publicly acknowledge it. Like I know AMD, I can't remember what product it was, but they had a super cool name for a product. And they ended up getting into some kind of dispute with like a football team over it because the football team had trademarked this term in like digital media, in the digital media space and technically gaming was kind of under the umbrella of digital media. So even though the odds of this football team ever having any kind of conflicting product that could actually be confused for I don't even remember if it was a GPU or CPU to be honest with you but the odds of them ever having a conflicting product that could be confused is functionally zero yeah but in order to avoid any kind of future dispute over it they ended up going with a completely different stupider name for it um, and so what what I actually kind of wonder is it, it could be is if it's a, if it's an issue um someone's suggesting that it could be an issue with texas instruments um does anyone call them ti ti
1: 83
0: yeah maybe that's the
1: issue people definitely abbreviate that as ti for sure like ti 83 ti 84 plus i think they've they've pretty much always and i think literally even the product name at the top of the calculator it says ti doesn't it uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Yep, so yep. in the product name, it has TI. That's pretty interesting.
0: So it could be. Um, so then, okay, fine. Maybe maybe I acknowledge that this is something maybe NVIDIA has to do. I mean, they also just don't have to have TI in the product names at all. They have lots of suffixes. They've oh, used yeah. ultra. You know what I'd love to see them return to? Okay, you know how GTX went from being a suffix to being a prefix? And then it was superseded by RTX. Okay, hear me out. The RTX 3090 GTX. <laughs> <laughs> just just hug it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if they're just going to make up the rules as they go along anyway, then who cares? Uh, just throw out the rule book. I,
1: I would have. This doesn't matter at all. I wish they kept <laughs> GTX in the front and made RTX just an R at the end.
0: RTX just an R wait yeah. GTX
1: GTX 3080
0: R Ah, um, that's cool make the R red yeah make it red yeah, yeah I think red yeah. ain't happening at <laughs> NVIDIA anytime soon ladies and gentlemen yeah that's probably fine. you know that's the. Uh, oh man we're gonna have to talk about the stuff that launched at CES at some point but that kind of that kind of makes me made me think how many people remember okay you know how in the tech space you got team blue who's team blue Intel. Okay. Who's team green? NVIDIA. Okay. Who's team red? AMD. Okay. How many people remember that AMD used to be green? green? (laughs) Like, is it just me or is the color red the most important thing they got out of the ATI acquisition? I think it kind of is because, yeah,
1: the old AMD logo was was green and black, right? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially the same as NVIDIA, Um, but everyone calls them team red, which is great.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> just like I, I we, speaking of retcons, right? It's like no, no, no. We're, we're team red. We were red all along. Um, um, uh, uh, don't worry about that. <laughs> I just, I just get a kick out of it. Um, okay, we got to talk about some other NVIDIA stuff. This is uh, insane. The wisdom of launching an RTX 3090 Ti with a GA 102 is sort of questionable, considering the same GPU die is <laughs> being used for the already unobtainium RTX 3080 3080 Ti and 3090 which is probably a big part of the reason why they kind of glossed over it at the presentation yeah it's that's probably fair enough a nothing burger even if they have additional fab capacity lined up people probably won't be happy because i think we like i don't think there just is any uh the rtx 3050 on the other hand is a much easier sell with the only question being where was the rtx 3050 six months ago um It'll have 8 gigs of GDDR6 memory, 9 shader teraflops, blah, 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 tensor, something, something. Where's the CUDA core count? Okay, I don't see it here. But it's geared towards GTX 1050 owners and really anyone looking for 60 FPS, 1080p gameplay. Uh, You won't be able to run this card with RTX on. Or Sorry, you won't want to run this card with RTX on since it's already a struggle on existing low-end cards. And NVIDIA admits that it will require DLSS to reach 60 FPS at 1080p but i am excited to see anything anything that is actually at an affordable price point because as soon as people have something that they can buy for $250 <laughs> theoretically okay msrp 249 january 27th availability
2: uh,
0: there's it, a there's a just to interrupt you for a second there's a what? super chat that
1: i want to i want to go through right now it says and i'm quoting this perfectly oh my god Linus is showing his arrogance once again, trying to tell NVIDIA how their product name is
0: pronounced. Honestly. (laughs) I don't make the rules, okay? That's how it's pronounced.
1: Sorry, you can keep going.
0: No one ever pronounced an element by just saying it like that. The first
1: two letters of the word?
0: Yeah, exactly. No one ever called chlorine cluh. Okay, nobody ever called bromine, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh.
1: <laughs> okay. They should, they should, they should pronounce they should. <laughs> bromine, bruh. Aluminum
0: is not Al. Al, Ow. Okay, Ow. zinc. <laughs> Can we stop? <laughs> I swear I'm done, I'm done talking about it. So 30, 50, as soon as you can buy something modern, okay, for $250, that basically invalidates anything under, you know, $150 for older obsolete GPUs. As soon as those start to come down in price, it's a a waterfall effect. And that's what's really frustrating about all of this is NVIDIA and AMD know, that they could have delivered these lower end GPUs earlier if they had really wanted to. And they had justification to not do so because they couldn't make enough of the higher margin ones anyway. So why would they introduce new products? But that didn't stop them from introducing new products. And if we're from a from a gamer perspective, gamers don't necessarily need the highest possible density. They don't need higher performance density. That's something that benefits miners for whom there is an actual cost per slot and the they want that sweet spot of power to however many hashes per second it'll run um, to populate a slot with so producing low-end cards is actually beneficial primarily for gamers who only need one card to occupy one slot so if you can take a silicon wafer and you can slice it up into more pieces the odds that they will end up in the hands of gamers become greater so You know, I'm frustrated it didn't happen earlier, but here it is now. I don't know who we have to thank for this. Did AMD pull the trigger first, causing NVIDIA to be like, we should probably do this? Is it pressure from Intel that is causing both AMD and NVIDIA to sit up and pay attention? I don't know, but uh, thank you very much, NVIDIA, for finally doing what we all needed you to do a long time ago. Um, And I look forward to doing some budget builds for a change. Yes. It's been a long time since we've been able to fire up a stream, just be like, hey, let's build a practical gaming rig that makes any sense at a price that is palatable. I'm, I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed. I hope it actually freaking happens. Me too. Uh, why don't we move on to our next topic for the day? What do you want to do next?
1: Uh, I think I'm kind of relegated to merch messages, duty. Have you taken a look at all?
0: <laughs> Holy crap balls. <laughs> uh, I'm working on it. I'm trying <laughs> Um holy crap uh okay um. uh there there's
1: some news actually okay here, why don't yeah. I
0: do merge messages for a bit okay you?
1: yeah i've got some I've got some cool news uh there's a new uh, there's actually a few new full plane features. Most of them are streaming related. Most of them are backend for streaming related stuff. Um, so it's just better. Hooray. Um, but also there's a cool new feature that LTT is going to have to start using. So I'm going to have to do an educational thing. I'll probably send an email out over the weekend or something so that people are ready for it next week. But there's now a tagging system. People have been asking for this for a while. Once we stopped doing early access on Floatplane for LTT exclusives started taking more of a main stage and there hasn't been a way to look for them specifically. Yes. Now there is. Um, so there's a tagging system specifically oh, for cool. videos that, are out, that is out now. It's not uh, the absolute coolest thing ever because- Wow, well, what a sales can, pitch. You can search for it and, and the Luke, creator can tag it. Chief
0: technology but, officer, Floatplane Media. But, it's not the greatest thing <laughs> but
1: the really cool version is coming down the line, where channels on Floatplane will have sub channels. So there will be a sub channel for TechQuickie, for Techlinked, for everything, um, and exclusives will be able to have a sub channel there. That will make it very, very easy um, to sort and see through things. In the short term, though, there is this exclusive tagging thing. So you can either click on the tag, or you can search hashtag exclusives. Um, or honestly, whatever you guys want to call it. Cool. Um, and then, and then, yeah, that's good. Also, new creator on Floatplane. Uh, there's a new creator this week. There's also probably going to be a new creator next week. Um, but the new creator that's that I'm talking about this week is Garbage Time, also known as Dank Pods, if you've watched nice. that on on, uh, on the YouTubes. He's doing some actually really cool music streams where he plays mostly like meme songs and then he drums along with it. He, uh, he used to be a professional gigging musician. He's very good. It's actually been really entertaining to watch those. So check it out if you're interested um there's probably a lot of people in the chat that have heard of dank pods because uh yeah he's pretty awesome so, uh the
0: chat's exploding yeah right now. <laughs> yeah pretty
1: much <laughs> he's great i've had a bunch of conversations with him he's actually like a genuinely just like really cool and wholesome dude and i'm stoked to have him on the platform so yeah um this is then,
0: insane i can barely stay on top of
1: it that's yeah, that's what I was doing the whole time. You're doing the Nvidia conversation. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Anyways, also probably new creator joining next week. Uh, and and yeah, things are good.
0: All right. Cool. Why don't we jump into our next topic of the day? Intel is a contender again. They've got their Arc GPUs. They've got the twelve nine hundred KS and more uh so they're already shipping their gpus to oems which uh, means we're going to see them integrated into add-in boards as well as laptops 50 designs expected in q1 pretty awesome uh about the dank pods thing Flowplane has really good audio quality that is actually a big benefit it's a music stream it sounds great (laughs) so if you're into that that's the thing sorry keep going uh all right cool i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep talking now uh, arc alchemist is built on tsmc's n6 process which is currently relatively clear of gpus that's honestly in my opinion the most exciting thing about this we're expecting arc alchemist to be a relatively mainstream tier gpu and again that's what that's i'm great. talking about i'm talking about sheer quantity yes. of gpus yes. that's how you drive down the demand which is how you drive down the prices you get gpus in the hands of gamers who need them to play games um so it's built on the n6 process which is completely untapped for gpus at this time so this is net new capacity uh the new gpus will be able to work in tandem with integrated xc graphics to split up workloads such as intel's example of exporting video and davinci resolve accelerating the process by 40 percent they weren't done with high-end 12th gen core though, they've got a new 12900K SKU. And you know what I love most about the KS? Okay, this is a binned 12900K that can do 5.5 gigahertz single core <laughs> and over five gigahertz all core boost out of the freaking box. It's cool. But this is obviously something that Intel wouldn't have bothered to do if they didn't feel like they had to. Isn't competition wonderful, it's ladies good. and gentlemen? It's good, it's um, We don't know exactly what to expect in terms of performance from AMD's Ryzen 7 5800X3D, but they claimed that it will be the world's fastest gaming processor, that it is due out this spring, and clearly those claims are credible enough sounding that Intel felt the need to respond. I love this. I mean, if GPUs hadn't been such an absolute (laughs) show over the last couple of years... This would have actually been one of the most exciting periods in tech, absolutely. Yeah, in recent memory, if if GPUs were purchasable, yeah, that's that's
1: that's it. Yeah, that's it. It would be amazing. That's it. I mean, and there would be games that would actually push the hardware, and like it would have been an amazing, yeah, yeah, would have been great.
0: Okay, we got to talk about that a little bit later. I know what you're referring to is Halo Infinite. And I've got something really cool to show you that is sort of Halo Infinite related. Just remind me later. It's that thing that I was pointing to over in my bag over there. Um, So super excited for the KS. Not that excited for pricing. That's one thing that has happened in the CPU space is as Intel and AMD are absolutely pushing the limits of what they can build and what they can bin for, (laughs) Uh, we're definitely seeing prices creep up a little bit. AMD's also got the swagger to actually price their products, you know, expensively now. Um, I've seen some sort of controversy even around AMD's decision to make their Their 3D V-Cache exclusive to the 5800 tier rather than doing a 5600. I think that's an example of AMD optimizing for business rather than necessarily for the consumer. I think it's a fair enough criticism, but I also am a big enough fan of the 5800X that it doesn't really bother me that much, to be honest with you. I think that if you are serious about gaming, not just today, but tomorrow, the 5800X is a really... I, I, I think it is worth the extra layout. That's 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 basically what I'll what I'll say about it. F- don't feel bad if you go with the fifty six hundred X. And to be clear, AM four dead platform. And if anything, if I was buying into AM four today, I would probably cheap out. I'd probably go Ryzen three thousand. Okay. I'm and still I would very just solid. and I would just I'd wait it out. I'd go Ryzen three thousand today. And then I'd sit. I'd wait for later on this year when AM5 is supposed to come out with support for DDR5, with uh, Zen4, with all all this all this hyper exciting new tech. I'd wait for all those you know rich kids to go out and buy AM5, and then I'd pick up those. I'd pick up the you know a fifty nine hundred X or something. Even I'd go. I'd go treat myself because I'm basically getting it for a fraction of the price. Right. I yeah. mean that was always my jam. When I knew a platform was dead end, I was always waiting for, I was always waiting to pounce on it for when the, the, you know, the next new theme came out. And what's so exciting is that things are changing so fast. Things are changing so fast that you can actually like plan ahead to that degree again. I mean, there was a time when you would have heard from me, I would have said, don't even think about the future, just buy whatever's in front of you today, because realistically the next one's not going to be that much better anyway. (laughs) right though it's true it's true it's so frustrating so really really excited to see how the the heavyweight battle or i, I guess you could call this more of like uh like a middleweight middleweight battle uh between the 12900ks and the 5800x 3d turns out we've also got non-k Alder Lake skews i mean these are honestly speaking the real game changer for 12th gen it's great to take back the performance crown you know Intel, AMD, NVIDIA, no matter who you are, Apple, you want the performance crown. It's such an important marketing piece. It's one of the reasons that you know Tesla never shuts up about their 0 to 60 times, for example, because even though personally, I think the benefit of a Tesla is so not the zero to 60 time yeah it, it it's th- i mean they have they they have competitive ranges they've got the the the, the media console they've got the over the air updates they've got all these other reasons what right
1: was, what was the old car thing people used safety to say? it
0: was like podium podium cell cars or something
1: i i it was oh. like why all the car manufacturers used to be in all the races Uh, It's because winning races sold cars, but I
0: don't remember exactly how they said it. I don't remember. It was like horsepower sells cars. Something. And then like torque. Yeah. Something podiums. I'm sure someone's going to correct us, but yeah, yeah, it's not that important from necessarily a sales standpoint directly to have the performance crown, but it's really important from a marketing standpoint because if you have the $1,000 CPU that is the best one, there's this perception that you make great products. And if I only have $200 to spend, then I'm going to get, you know, one fifth of that greatness, you know, like that's, that's the customer perception. So, uh, what is it? Win on Sunday, sell on Monday. Uh, Twitch chat says, yeah, that was it. Yeah. When Sunday, sell Monday. Yeah. All right. Okay. Got it. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. So, right. 12th gen, though. Not, I mean, who's actually spending five $600 on a CPU? I mean, I did that once.
2: Yeah.
0: In the entire time, the entire time that I have been a PC gaming enthusiast, which is most of my life, which is kind of scary to think about now. Like, actually, most of the majority of my life, I spent 700 Canadian okay on one cpu so that was 550 us or something like that it? i i spent 700 dollars canadian on a cpu once i kept it fairly long term i kept it long term so i kept it until there was like uh a, an ill-kept secret like enthusiast one that you should get instead okay um and then I, I flipped the the, like, you know, the consumer one that everyone knew about for quite a bit. And then I actually ended up saving some money and getting more performance because it's supposed to be overclockable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one time I spent that kind of money on a CPU, it was a revolutionary chip, okay? I bought a 4,400 plus, Athlon X2 4,400 plus. Okay. And dual core, absolute game changer. Guys, it was double the performance in certain applications, literally double. And then, aside from that, they also AMD also had the best single-threaded performance at the time. It was zero compromises. It had all that cache. It was either a meg of cache or a meg of cache per core. I can't, I can't remember anymore. It's minor details. Um, and then I didn't get rid of it because it was the king for a long time. You could overclock that thing to be equivalent to the 4800+, plus, which was, like, way more expensive, way outside my price range at that time. Uh, and I didn't upgrade it until I got an Optron 165. So... The AMD's AMD was selling their Opteron server chips on the desktop socket, and you could just like get them, and they were they were like supposed to be more binned or overclockable or something. I think that was all nonsense anyway in retrospect. Uh, but I just I got one of those for cheap, and then I sold my 4400 plus for for more so i got like the same performance or better actually i think my my 165 was actually more overclockable than my 4400 plus so that was that was the route that i went but that is the only time in my life i ever spent that kind of money on a cpu and when you look at the difference in performance today with the release of the rest of intel's 12th gen core lineup you look at the difference between spending 300 or 350 bucks and spending 600 dollars It is nothing like it was back then. Yeah. Yeah. Like to get a dual core at all at that time, you had to spend that kind of money because they were the cutting edge, right? Even the cheapest one, okay, the 4200 plus was only marginally cheaper than the 44. Whereas now you can get the vast majority of the performance for a fraction of the price. So you should. So as much as I, you know, as much as we do a lot of showcase builds of Core i9s, that, that's not what most people are buying. It's just that having that, having that, f- that, that flagship hold the performance crown in some key application or ga- be it gaming, I mean it's a big one obviously in the consumer space, is so important because it means that regardless of what the real performance numbers are, you're gonna sell way more of those lower tier SKUs. So that's what AMD and Intel, and Nvidia for that matter, are after.
1: You know the most I ever spent on a CPU, I think was sub $200. Really? Because of the, the most Intel retail edge programs. Good old retail edge. Yep. I just abused that as much as I could. Cause I'm, if I remember correctly, I got one of those off of a friend before I worked there. Mm-hmm. And then once I started working there, I got them. And then after I had worked there, you know, the whole told you that story before. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, that's a thing Birch messages are just
0: absolutely still popping off. I know <laughs> it's crazy. I'm trying to stay on top of them a yeah. little bit but it's it's really hard there's a there's a freaking ton of them I can't I can't stay there on top is of a it lot um, okay color changing car let's talk about the color changing car. you're gonna bring this up on your screen because this thing looks freaking incredible. I mean it's something that conceptually I think has been talked about before but I don't think anyone has ever done anything quite like this.
1: Yeah, it's this is not the GIF. I don't know if there's. Oh, you gotta what find the heck. You gotta find it, Luke. I want to find the GIF. Yeah, but it 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 is able to change colors. They they paired up with uh, e paper, e inks, prism e paper. They made essentially displays that go across the the outside of the car, and it can change colors.
0: Here we've got a video. Hold on, I think I've got the. Here it is. I've got it. Nice. Here it is. Check this out. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. That's that is so cool. So you could basically just be like, uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to go with the white car today. This has got to be I'ma featured go with the black car today. in a
1: heist movie, right? It's got to be.
0: Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. I mean, they could even just do it like digitally now. They wouldn't even need a car that actually has the technology built into it.
1: Right. But at least like it's it's possible
0: yeah yeah now i mean i guess
1: it's technically believable if you see it in a heist movie now yeah i freaking love it i think it looks really cool or like james q q gets james bond a new car that's able to like chameleon color itself
0: i do have to wonder you know what something like this would cost right now this is only a concept car (laughs) have you ever looked into buying e-ink displays no they're so
1: expensive Really? I saw someone did a project where they, they curated like various uh, newspaper feeds from around the internet and they would have it show up on an e-ink display in their bathroom in the morning. And I was like, that's actually like kind of cool. I wonder like what other projects we could do with e-ink displays. And I was thinking about stuff for myself, but I was think- also thinking like maybe we could do a video about it, whatever. Yeah. And then if I remember correctly, a standard monitor sized e-ink display was like thousands of dollars. Like it was really,
0: really expensive um i would not have expected that i would have thought that they were actually kind of like cheap ish let me let me look into it really quick because the only places you really see them deployed in any kind of volume are like e-readers and those are generally pretty affordable types of devices then again compared to a cheap tablet that does not use an e-ink display a kobo reader or a, a kindle is actually not that cheap now that I think about it, for the for the tier of hardware that they have inside them, like the processing power that they have, yeah. So I guess uh, I guess it kind of makes sense. I just it's just one of those things that I never like as a gamer. You know, like I never really cared about. It didn't matter to me. Yeah, I I'm I'm finding a lot of conflicting stuff. Chad is
1: saying that monochrome is cheap, color gets really expensive. I also just found an article. Um, that was posted actually like somewhat recently, like it was posted in 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 2021. I knew it was last year. <laughs> uh, last year, but it's like a 24 inch monitor or something, 25 inch e ink display. It's fifteen hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, I got your screen here. Really? Yeah. There's finally. I love the word finally. There. It's finally a 25 inch e ink for extreme extreme readers. <laughs> yeah. I I that's ridiculous to me. Yeah. I don't know. Uh uh Ajan in the float plane chat says that BMW when it gets a ding from a grocery cart. <laughs>
1: and part of the part of the display shop's working. <laughs> oh, yeah. brutal. Cause oh, it no. probably I'm assuming like back end wise, it probably has what 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 were they called when you were doing your big wall TV? Ah... Uh, the, the oh. squares. Oh, micro LED? No, 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 no. Like each square was called something. Oh, like a module? Yeah. I'm assuming it's in modules. Oh, okay. So like you get dinged by a cart and one module, just... <laughs> 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 that would be unfortunate. I have no idea. I haven't read into like how it exactly goes on the car or anything, oh, but, but it's really cool. This, this is probably one of the most like visually interesting things that happened at the show. There's also a phone... Where the body color of the phone changes when it's exposed to sunlight. Mm-hmm. I believe I don't know. They said the tech took two years to make. It's probably highly related to transitions glasses, how those work. Yeah. Because that- it's exposed to sunlight for 30 seconds, which is an extremely similar metric to transitions glasses. Yeah. And it's probably a glass back, if I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, that sounds like that probably took two years because it like
1: wasn't a major priority
0: yeah but it's kind of neat that's yeah that's definitely cool i'd be into that yeah me too
1: so that's kind of cool there was some cool chameleon color changing things um that that happened at ces and not a ton else because ces was even worse this year than i think it has ever previously been and that has been quite the trend
0: i'm so glad i didn't have to go This is two years in a row now. I have not had to go to CES. It's been, it's been validating seeing
1: like really old media talking about how CES has been getting worse for the last little while. Because when we first went, I actually thought it was like amazing. And like, I, okay, I didn't like Las Vegas. No, Luke's not a big Vegas guy. No. Yep. But like the show was fantastic, right? And then we're there for quite a while and I'm like, okay, am I just getting sour? Like, have I just done this too much and now I don't care anymore? but like just too jaded i think yeah Yeah. i I think the show's just worse i think that's honestly what's happening um because i remember like the first couple years we were there you could walk around the show floor and just content would just happen because you'd walk past some booth and you're like yeah that's crazy let's film that and now it's like well there's forty-seven thousand phone cases and Eighty-two thousand vacuums. So oh that's man! Cool.
0: When the when the phone cases took over that was, CES, that was a bad year. It was not cool. No, not cool. Man, what the are some of those? End. What are some of those phone case companies that were just like enormous? They would have these like gigantic booths. I can't even remember anymore because no one cares. Multiple floors. Sometimes, yeah, like phone cases like, are just commodity at this yeah, point. Yeah. Um, yeah. other than Dbrand, high Dbrand. <laughs>
1: Don't worry, they're robots. They can't, uh, they can't understand what you're saying.
0: And sponsors, other more different sponsors. The show's brought to you today by Squarespace. Squarespace gives you the tools you need to build and grow your online presence. They've got a ton of templates spanning a large variety of categories, so whether you need a website for your blog or your wedding or your business, Squarespace has got you covered. You can get a domain quickly through Squarespace if you need one, or you can port over an existing domain that you already own, and you can get started with a 14-day trial by heading to squarespace.com forward slash WAN, and you'll get 10% off your first purchase, so go check them out. The show is also brought to you today by MinMobile. That's right. If saving more and spending less is one of your goals for 2022, uh, why do you keep buying so much merch at LTTstore.com, no, seriously, Uh, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for wireless? Switching to Mint Mobile is one of the easiest ways to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless services online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data on the US's largest 5G network, and you can use your own phone with with Mint Mobile's plans and keep the same phone number along with all your existing contacts. I would think our audience is savvy enough to know that you can keep your contacts when you na- when you uh, migrate from one carrier to another. But, hey, that's a good talking point for the normies out there as well. Thanks, Ryan. To get you- <laughs> 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 We got you, Mr. Reynolds. <laughs> to get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, I don't know what plan shipped to your door for free means, go to mintmobile.com slash show. maybe the means SIM card. Maybe this is more Normie speak. To get the plan shipped to your door, <laughs> um, yeah, that's right, you can cut your mobile bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobilecom WANShow. So why don't we just summarize that? It's really affordable, because they sell online only. There you go. <laughs> I remember from my NCIX days, actually, hold on a second. I'm going go back to the wide for a second. Uh, we actually tried to get into being like a mobile carrier reseller, and the commissions on that. that stuff are crazy. If we had ever actually managed to successfully do it, um, it could have propped up the retail locations (laughs) in a big way because you get paid for like some absurd amount of time, like a portion of what that customer is paying per month. So it's no great mystery how Mint is able to offer really aggressive plans. It's by just cutting out that. Honestly, entirely unnecessary and infuriating process where you go into a store and fill out a whole crap ton of what feels like completely unnecessary paperwork, when this should just be as simple as, here's my name, here's the number I want, here's where to send the bill to, thanks. Yeah. Like, b- why has this process of getting a device registered on a network been so complicated for so long? Well, I mean, I know the answer is because they all want you to be locked into their devices and blah 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 blah. What? I just that, got a fantastic merch message. That face—it almost looks it's, it's like curated. Mr. Reynolds showed up in our chat or something like no, that. No, not quite. If he did, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be super, I'd be That'd super. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. He may or may not be on my list. <laughs> it's okay, my dear. Sorry, sorry. Um, uh anyway, we should talk about our together. third sponsor for the show. Fresh books. <laughs> Thank you, FreshBooks, for sponsoring today's <laughs> video. FreshBooks is easy-to-use accounting software that helps you do your business. You can impress clients with a professional-looking invoices that detail the work that you've done. Use automated payment reminders if invoices get past you. Easily track expenses and use their time tracker to log every minute of billable hours so you don't have to think about it later. I mean, what a nightmare that is when you've done some kind of long-term job and you have to go back and try and figure did I do six and a half hours or was there like a quarter hour that I on that day? Yeah, it's awful. So don't do that. Use FreshBooks and you can keep everyone on the same page with their projects feature, which makes it easy for clients, your team and your contractors to collaborate, share files and comment. Choose a plan that's right for you and start your free trial of FreshBooks for 30 days today. No credit card required at freshbooks.com slash when. All right, let's jump into our next topic uh, Jake said that it's less painless these days. Bought a new phone in cash, and Rogers came and dropped it off at my door. Was pretty nice, actually. Okay, I've got, I've got so many questions about this. Yeah, you know what? Why why does Jake need to be like buying phones in cash? Yeah. Uh, number two, I know for a fact that um, Jake has a company phone plan. So is this is this your dealer phone, Jake? <laughs> You know what? You know what? It's fine. It's fine. I don't even... We don't have to talk about that. Uh, let's talk instead <laughs> about Wi-Fi 7. JK, Wi-Fi nope. 6, Psych. release 2. Nice. Um, Version 4. Yeah. That so part's not true. There's some notes here. Wi-Fi 6 adoption has outpaced previous generations. I mean, that's easier when you just redefine everything as Wi-Fi 6. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Wi-Fi certified 6, release 2 is the latest certification from the Wi-Fi Alliance. It supports uplink multi-user mobile input output, mobile, multiple input output, so multi-user MIMO, uh, which means it'll have like better support for more Wi-Fi 6 devices entering the market because they'll, they'll have more of them connected to APs at a time and it'll help balance them. It um, supports uh, new low power and sleep mode enhancements, including broadcast target wake time, extended sleep mode, and dynamic multi-user spatial multiplexing power save. Wow! Sounds honestly... That's a lot of, a lot of words. This is that whole thing where like the, uh, the the difference between a sufficiently complex science and magic is indistinguishable. That honestly is just Wi-Fi in general for me. Some of the stuff it does where it's like, yeah, okay, so I can have like these spatial streams and this one's like direct and this one's going to bounce off the couch and like hit the ceiling and go there. So I need to make sure I time the transmission so that they're all going to arrive at the same time. Like what? <laughs> anyway, um Release 2's features apply across all the supported bands. So that's 2.4 gigahertz, 5 gigahertz, and 6 gigahertz. And Wi Fi 6 Release 2 is more of an enhancement for Wi Fi 6 and Wi Fi 6e, not a replacement for them. So now we've got the USB mess, we've got the HDMI, HDMI mess, mess, and we've got the Wi Fi mesh. Mess. <laughs> I quit. <laughs>
1: I've got so many merch messages. It, it probably wouldn't even matter. I could just carry the whole
0: show. We, mm, yeah, <sighs> it's painful. It's it's painful, man. I I just don't know. I don't know what to say. Like honestly, the HDMI one in particular. So if you guys haven't been paying attention, HDMI 2.1. Oh shoot, no, it's HDMI 2.1a now. So first, <laughs> they retconned <laughs> HDMI 2.0. All <laughs> HDMI 2.0 devices and 2.1 devices became HDMI 2.1. Now they've retconned that, and they are all HDMI HDMI 2.1a, and then all of what we previously understood to be the features of 2.0, 2.1, and 2.1a, which do actually, according to the old way of thinking, have unique features to them. All of those are now considered to be optional features of the new consolidated HDMI 2.1 spec. This clearly serves absolutely no purpose whatsoever other than to help unscrupulous manufacturers deceive consumers. That is the literal only possible reason that this can exist. That's it and the craziest part is it's at the point where i've had manufacturers that don't like this reach out to me and go do you know anything about this like are we seriously going to have to certify hdmi 2.0 ports as hdmi 2.1a but only supporting 18 gigabit per second transfer rates so they can't do 4k 120 like is that is that actually how this works do you know do you have any idea what's going on right now <laughs> and to to give you an idea of why this is why this is so stupid you know there's devices where it might not be that meaningful okay so something like an xbox series x right in terms of the understood functionality i think that's this is a gaming device where i think people are going to look at the spec sheet they're going to go okay it supports 4k 120 or does it do 8k 60 i can't remember it doesn't matter the point is it does 4k 120 right and so they're going to know to look for that but let's take something like uh an apple macbook m1 the macbook m1 is only hdmi 2.0 which was a point of contention with the computer community as a whole because they were like oh hey that's actually not very future proof in terms of connecting external high resolution displays to this thing that actually kind of bites and so now, all of a sudden, when Apple refreshes the M1 MacBook, even if they don't update that HDMI port to support greater bandwidth, it will still now magically be the MacBook with HDMI 2.1a. It's going to be so confusing. I mean, it was already confusing enough, right? When you had, when you had HDMI ports that only did 4K 30 hertz right yeah back during the transition from 1.4 to 2.0 it was really yeah. rough yeah it was really rough you had to you had to really dig into the spec sheet or even ask the manufacturer something hey is this 1.4 or 2.0 well now there there doesn't even exist terminology to properly After. find out what's going yeah. on okay okay there does but i can't even remember what it is i read an article about it the other day it's 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 some it's some type of, of signal encoding that you have to ask if it supports so that you'll know if it'll do up to 48 gigabit per second. And the craziest part is you can even have devices that support that type of signal encoding. Like uh, LG had their... Uh, oh, shoot, what generation was it? Was there this uh, the 1 series or the X series? I think it's the 1 series. But they had a generation of TVs that didn't support the full maximum bandwidth of HDMI 2.1, even though it supported most of it. I, I just... I can't... Fathom how we think that moving backwards and making spec names not mean anything is helpful in any way whatsoever. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little passionate here.
1: Well, it's, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we've actually been talking about this type of like naming scheme problem on when Show since when Show started.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is it's not getting better.
1: No, <laughs> it's potentially getting worse. I don't know. Oh, I, the, this this last year has felt really bad because of the big three that you just talked about. Um, I feel like it was actually maybe getting a little bit better in kind of the middle there, but recently it's been really taking a taking a downturn. Hmm. Well,
0: all right. What do you want to talk about next? Potentially merch messages. Um, I mean, I guess we could do that. Sure destroyer samuel says displayport for the win yeah displayport is our it's holding out our last yeah. yeah our last hope yeah our last hope all right um yeah let's do some let's do some merge so messages you go to the curated section and you keep managing the uh, incoming I'll keep ones going with incoming yeah okay this is insane yeah uh all right lauren Hey Linus, I'm a middle school technology teacher. I teach coding robotics, 3D printing, and computer applications. In your opinion, what do middle schoolers need to learn about computers? Coding, applications hardware. Oh man. So this it could be so much of a deeper conversation. Um, I could man, I could I could talk about this one for hours, but personally, I think that we should do a lot more to streamline, learning at the secondary school level i think that here in i'm assuming that you're in north america with me you might not be but some countries already do this yeah but i do think that students should be sorted based on aptitude and desire of course i mean these are choices we shouldn't just be making them for people but students should be sorted based on aptitude and desire and a little bit more focused the cold hard truth is not everybody needs to know how to calculate the molar mass of some chemical that gets combined in a reaction with some other chemical and what it makes. I have never, never needed to know that in my adult life. Me neither, and if I did, I'd look it up. You would look it up, and or you would just find a guide or a calculator or whatever the case may be. So there's a lot of stuff, and I'm, I'm not saying that I don't appreciate the education I got. There's a lot of stuff that I did learn I mean, even, even like that, that gives me the background that I need to understand an article that I'm reading about something that might not even be directly related. Like, it's, it's super valuable, but I think for the vast majority of the population, that will not come up even once between the day they turn 18 and reach adulthood and the day they turn 88 and die. Like, it just, it is very unlikely. There's, and There's
1: something to be said about being able to kind of
0: graze across a bunch
1: of topics. Yeah. But I think there's a different way to
0: do it. I I do think there's a different way to do it. And I think that there's a lot of stuff that I didn't learn in school that I'm really frustrated that I didn't. And I think, honestly, I think a big part of the problem, uh, Jake's talking about how to do their taxes. Um, Heck yeah. I think a big part of the problem is that teachers and educators more generally have a bit of a bias towards education pure education for the sake of education and so i think that because these are people who spent their lives learning molar masses or learning how to calculate and draw out all the different forces interacting on an object or whatever the case may be i think because they spend their lives pursuing that type of knowledge um, and they don't necessarily and they didn't necessarily become experts on things like personal tax planning Those types of topics basically functionally do not get covered, at least here in BC, Canada, 20 years ago when I was actually in school. So take this for the outdated and (sighs) region-specific rant that it is, but um, I think that, long story short, coming back to your question, it really depends on what they want to do with their life because asking, like, okay. Not everyone needs to learn how to coach. Yeah, and you can code, you can be a great programmer and basically not give two hoots about the hardware side. You have to kind of understand how a computer works, but I mean, they have hardware engineers for that. Like that's what, that's what those guys do. They, 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 they and the firmware folks will create the, you know, the API that your program will interact with and it, it ain't your problem. And the better you understand how the hardware works, maybe the, the more of a superstar programmer you can become. At the same time, if, if you're wanting to become some form of engineer,
1: like a, a certain level of understanding about development is probably going to be good. But that's sure. a different that's a different type and level of learning than someone who wants to become like a software engineer or computer scientist would would undergo.
0: And then you ask about applications. I would say that if you want to get into media production, for example, or you want to get into uh, the film industry, you should focus 100% of your time on applications and you don't need to know basically anything other than, you know, I mean, I think a little bit of knowledge of scripting would probably be valuable, you know, on the coding side. Um, You know, being able to recognize that, you uh, you know, this kind of configuration is more optimal for running my application than this other kind of configuration. But you should spend pretty much all of your time mastering the tools that you're actually going to use for your job. So that's the, the short answer is it really is student dependent. Um, I've, I've by the way, your job sounds super cool.
1: <laughs> I always thought it was interesting. Like I, I had this home ec class that I had to take um, and it was it was sewing, cooking... feel like there was something else
0: drama art art okay maybe we had two of those we had one where you did like drama wood shop and something else and we had one where you did art sewing and cooking yeah we had we had we had sewing cooking and i think maybe art and then we had
1: woodwork metal work and shop and i really liked the idea of doing the woodwork metal work and shop one and Mm -hmm. i think electronics was in that as well but the other one i was like you know what i got nothing against them there is no way i'm gonna grow up to be someone who sews things,
0: I like. He knows who I, he is. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. I, yes, like
1: I, I, That was probably one of the lowest grades Man I've ever gotten himself. in a class. Man knows himself.
0: Man knows himself.
1: I was really bad at it, even when I was trying, and I had to try at least a little bit because I would have failed. Like it was a problem. Um, the the cooking one, I was like, okay, I can cook what I need to cook. Yeah, I'm not going to become a chef. I actually really like cooking, but I don't think working in a kitchen would be my thing so whatever like i knew all of this when i was in grade eight when they made me take the course And i remember thinking in grade eight like i know this this isn't a question this isn't a possibility i'm going to waste an entire semester in this one class completely waste it because it's never going to matter i know how to cook i didn't learn any of it from that class (laughs) i have never needed to sew something and if i did i would take it to someone who is significantly better at it than i am
0: what if they had a class at that time that had focused on seductive cooking (laughs) we talked about this on a previous (laughs) WAN show.
1: I feel like that wouldn't fly in, like, (laughs) a high school. (laughs) That would... Oh, man. I feel like
0: the kids in the high school would probably find that more useful. (laughs) So, anyway. um, Anonymous asks, are there any VR projects you guys are looking forward to in 2022? Honestly, all I do is play Beat Saber. So... (laughs) I heard that Meta's attempt at like a like virtual, like v, kind of a VR chat competitor basically immediately turned into all the same problems that VR chat has. Nice, perfect. So I kind of laughed about that. Definitely saw that coming. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm always, I'm always hoping for better headsets. Uh, if if something at the quality and refresh rate of the index could be wireless, be wireless. Oh, that'd yes. be super cool. That's that's the big waiting for it. Yeah, I'm Quest al- Two's not quite there. I'm also extra good, but- extra ready for a high refresh rate, high resolution OLED display. I I it's very noticeable, like far more than on a gaming monitor. The the smearing as you're looking around is extremely noticeable, even on the highest end headsets today. So mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing specific that I can think of, but that that comes to mind. Uh, ben, this is, hi Linus and Luke. I recently got an 8K TV and I struggle to find content besides YouTube. Would you consider uploading in 8K or would there be a bottleneck in your workflow if you were to do so? We actually recently downgraded our cameras. We are now shooting on FX3s and FX6s, which are 4K cameras rather than our reds the vast majority of the time. We still shoot some stuff on red, but we export everything at 4K because the reality of it is... You are more limited by the bitrate that YouTube delivers than by the number of pixels that you are packing into your Mm. exported file. So you should... uh, We could still um, export them in 8K and we could upload them as 8K. It would be a little disruptive to the workflow, uh, but the main reason... But you would probably still get a benefit to... Um, the picture quality because it would serve you a higher bit rate (laughs) really though for us we want to solve HDR before we bother moving to 8k because from a from a a from a perception standpoint it makes a larger difference to the quality than just upping the resolution in my opinion so Jake actually pointed out and I forgot about
1: this but it's totally true my I have this valve lanyard that I've liked for a long time I know the one and it it fell apart okay the threading completely lost it and jake was like i was like oh no i'm sad this is garbage now because despite taking one course of sewing i probably can't sew these like two extremely basic pieces of fabric together that's kind of sad jake took it home to his mom and it's it's holding up still it was great so like yeah i I got nothing from that class (laughs) there's very few things in my life that i will not try to fix if they break and that broke and i was immediately like
0: guess it's garbage (laughs) (laughs) and taking that class would not have yeah that did not save me yeah there's a lot of people asking when will the matching wan hoodies be back on the site so i can get the rest of the set okay there's also a question coming up that asked about
1: um like this this color the the color of the the indoor jacket
0: yeah 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 yeah. they're wondering if there was going to be pants that match that type of color ah ooh, i don't think we have it in the plan unfortunately i um yeah I, I i don't think that's in the plan right now let me just check my email from nick and i will get you the answer because nick keeps track of all this stuff oh this is, oh yeah this is the one wan hoodie and swacket containers are in the port now but they are not unloaded from the vessel yet this is as of yesterday okay so a month who knows? Because, Who knows? I don't know.
1: It will probably get taken off the vessel and put in a warehouse temporarily.
0: No, it'll just be hucked in a field somewhere. Oh, because it's a container, right? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, So yeah, if you wanted to search through every just in storage container in the lower mainland, you might find one for free. But <laughs> don't do that. Don't That's do. A very that. bad idea. That's a crime. <laughs> yeah, it's like a very criminal. Um, but I uh, yeah I theoretically theoretically when it's at that stage we could be launching it next week theoretically but that just is not the way that things have worked out it's been taking it's been taking weeks it's been incredibly frustrating so we'll get them as soon as we can there's a lot of people who asked about that so i think that's going to address a lot of the merge messages people sent uh karen g asks thoughts on a liquid metal possibly mercury water cooling or like liquid cooling loop Obviously not good for daily driving. So uh, we threw around the idea actually before. The concern with mercury is that it eats things for one. Concern number two is that it's highly toxic. Uh, concern number three is that when you heat it, it like Fumes. gets out into the air. Yeah. So we will never do that. But cool idea. Uh, definitely love the idea. Uh, it's just that in the real world, it, it, just, it just don't work that way. Uh, Peter H., uh, when are we expecting the screwdriver and bag to cost exactly? Uh, Got to have gift cards ready so that when I buy them, it doesn't hit my wallet so hard. All right. I'm speaking way out of turn here because these are decisions that I make alongside Nick Light. Um, but my expectation is that the screwdriver will be somewhere in the... Non-committal. S- yeah. Yeah. This is not a commitment. The screwdriver will be somewhere in the $70 range for the standard edition, 70 US. Okay, that's for the standard edition. It is possible there will be other editions that are available for more. I would love to do like a Luxe screwdriver, and I've got some ideas for what that might look like. It's just, it's like the stupidest stuff ever, guys. Like... It's one of those things where with a straight face, I could never tell you (laughs) buy this, but I just want to make it because it's really cool. (laughs) uh, This is what happens when you put like some idiot YouTube influencer in charge of your product development. It's like, ah, yes, make it so, make it so. And like the engineers are just like, really? (laughs) You know? Um, As for the backpack, I expect it to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 to 300 U.S. dollars. It will not be cheap. Quality. But it's awesome. I absolutely love it. I've been daily driving it. Um, I, I'm, yeah, it's, it's really great. So uh, they're going to hurt the wallet. I promise it. But they're going to be awesome. Uh, Tyler R. asks, any chance of a ball pouch version of the underwear? Um, got to confess, not endowed enough for that to have been a concern for me. (laughs) Never thought of it. Um, I don't think we have it in the plan anytime soon. We're, we're definitely looking at more underwear, particularly we've had a lot of requests for women's underwear. So we're working on that, but no promises for ball underwear, but your request is, um, noted. Thank you for that. And congratulations. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What a way to end. Congratulations. That's (laughs) funny. Adam R. says, I work for a state agency in the U.S. in a cybercrime unit helping the most vulnerable in our society. Our, os- our office is in desperate need of a tech makeover. Would LMG be interested in a video collab addressing the same? Wow, weird. Um, it's crazy to me that you guys need a tech makeover. That's,
1: yeah. So I didn't know when I clicked this one. Like, is this a government agency?
0: As if so, like sounds like it. I don't even think we'd be allowed. Yeah, i I don't know if we'd I don't know if we'd even be able to do that. I I think
1: the the whole cyber crime thing is is interesting, but like a tech makeover is probably literally not okay. Um.
0: Yeah. So right. cool suggestion. I'm. You know what? I'm going to respectfully decline. I think on this one, yeah. it, it would be pretty cool, but I just feel like. We wouldn't really be able to show anything, which would yeah. make the content just me walking around in a completely blurred out frame. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Control-F, Fab. I-, I know I saw some questions about the Intel Fab trip. Um, oh, that wasn't it. Okay, oh, never mind. Well, they're coming as soon as they can. Uh, I-, I haven't heard back from my Intel rep to the point where I'm actually like kind of worried about him so uh, well like i'm sure i'm sure he's fine i'm sure i would have i'm sure i would have been notified of his you know role replacement or whatever if he was you know dead or fired or something yeah but um hopefully you're okay ew um ping me if you if you want to uh he might just be avoiding me because he's busy and mean, at CES right now and reviewing our videos and trying to get all the executives lined up to get the fab videos going is going to be a bit of a bear. But um, yeah, they'll come out as soon as they're ready. Uh, oh, Halo Infinite thingy. Oh, yes. Okay. Thanks.
1: Thanks. Thanks, full point Chat.
0: Okay. So first of all, the backpack is amazing. Yep. And all it's the still, device. This,
1: this always stuns me. This part I find fascinating because how long have you been using this now?
0: Uh, I don't know, like over a month, though. Oh, it's got to be way over a month. Yeah, I don't know exactly. Is this the same one you've been using? Yeah, yeah. I took it with me um, to Tel Aviv and all that.
1: Yeah, it's got to be way over a month.
0: Yeah. It looks brand new. Well, yeah. And it's looked brand new the whole time. Well, yeah.
1: I find that fascinating for a backpack, because backpacks get beat up just like naturally.
0: So I got all my tech pockets, right? Got my... Oh, crap. I better find my framework before I go home. Okay, well, my laptop's supposed to be in there. (laughs) And then uh, I've got my uh, couple of handheld devices. Okay, so this one is super cool. I know that uh, I uh, just announced the next, which is a follow-up to this. This is the Neo Pro, okay? But Luke hasn't seen this thing, and it is really freaking cool. You've, no, no, you haven't seen it in action. True. So I've I've been a little slow about getting my review done of it, um, and the reason for that is that I've just <clears throat> been a little slow. Sorry, everyone. Uh, but I'm finally on top of it, and man, is this thing ever cool! Unfortunately, this is going to take me a minute to get signed in. So do you want to do a couple of merch messages while I um de-stupidify this? Sure. Yeah. This? Okay. Sorry. One sec.
1: Uh, Some of these I'm going to have to kind of ask you. Um, Mm -hmm. So Matthew B says, been watching for years. Thanks for making such great products. Uh, Know you've been making a lot of jackets. Do you plan on making a waterproof rain shell? Uh, Oh, uh, yes.
0: Um. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I did not expect that. So this was actually included in the <laughs> in the creator warehouse um, in the creator warehouse newsletter, which you should ah, definitely subscribe to. It's super quality. cool. Yeah, they they talk about sort of behind the scenes the the tech of what we're working on. So Kyle's done a thing on injection molding. Uh, Sarah's talked about just color choices, uh, and this is actually featuring the kind of the the three D printed down is what. They is what the manufacturer calls it, Uh, but essentially what it is is a super high R value, so super high insulation value, but hyper thin and super thin, really comfortable material uh, with a with a waterproof, ever so slightly stretchy shell, which is nice. That I think is going to be absolutely killer. Uh, We've got the looks really. Is
1: this the final design? No, no. So I I already like the like stealth lines and stuff.
0: Those are going to be stealthier. Uh, we found that they were a little bit too loud. Okay. Once you're actually wearing it, sure. Um, and then I think the back is going to be more like like dots or something instead of this like big line. Uh, the fit is bang on, but there's some other details we need to figure out. Like this Velcro is awful; it's abominable. So we'll have to deal with that. The hood fit is excellent. The taping is excellent. So uh, we're really pleased. Oh, do you have
1: dual lines on the hood.
0: Uh, we're really yeah. We're really pleased with this manufacturer nice. overall. Uh, waterproof zippers, obviously, everywhere. Um, I think it might be kind of cool to do an interior pocket now that I think about it. I, I, I Yeah, we're, it's still very much in development, but it'll it'll happen. I've been asked to try it on. Okay, fine, one sec. Uh, do you want to do another thing in the meantime?
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> Just trying to find one.
1: Okay, I'm going to save that one for when Linus is more available. Uh,
0: so just like a pretty.
1: Yeah, that looks really sharp.
0: Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to fix this thing. It's got kind of like a flap here. Okay. Um, so we're either going to go all the way down or we're going to eliminate it entirely and just do like a little zipper garage at the top because it kind of gets in the way. So these are the kinds of little details that we catch when, yeah. when we're daily driving the, uh, the early production units. But yeah, that's what it looks like really like the fit it looks really sharp no restriction on it whatsoever um
1: i trust that the the new design directions will only improve it but i'm like a big fan of its aesthetic already
0: yeah i've been wearing it like every day
1: i'm excited to wear it snowboarding at
0: some point it's not really designed for that do you know how i warm do
1: you know what i do though right you're a warm boy yeah so all i do is i wear a sweater and a rain shell I don't. I don't wear like a snowboarding jacket because they're usually too hot for me. Okay, Um, there are
0: long enough though. It's not really long enough for that. It's really not designed for that. I. I don't want to oversell it. No one else should do this. It's for like. But I'm probably gonna do it. It's for like four (laughs) to ten degrees outside weather and raining and just kind of like miserable, ugly, sort of low but not below freezing weather. That's what it's really designed for. We're doing the fit kind of uh, kind of bulky. So that if, like, I often layer up, so I'll wear a stealth hoodie or I'll wear a WAN hoodie under it. Yeah. And that's very intentional. I like that use
1: case for those shells. Uh, while you keep on working on that, someone asked, are there any plans for LTT socks? Yes, there is. I don't know if there's any updates on it. Uh, yeah, but the
0: but. prototype's on my desk upstairs. <laughs> Man, but lots of stuff going on. But uh, we have been working on socks for over a year yeah and uh well over a year actually it's been about a year and a half and i have yet to find something that i'm happy with we've got a manufacturer whose quality i am pleased with but we are still working to get the exact composition and the exact weave of the merino correct and one of the things that what i will do in the meantime is i'll endorse another sock manufacturer who makes an absolutely great product can't go wrong they're called darn tough uh they make socks in vermont they're extremely expensive but they man, these things last like nothing I have ever seen before in my life. And they even have orange ones. Oh, I'm not wearing the orange ones today. Well, I've had a lot of people speculate that I'm wearing LTT socks when I wear the orange ones, uh, but they're not. They're, they're darn tough socks. And if we can't if we can't reach that tier of quality, we're basically just not going to make socks. So have you talked to darn tough? About we this? have. they don't do OEM work. so mm. we kind of went, okay well, fair enough, then we're gonna have to, We're going to have to take our business elsewhere. And yeah, so we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying, we're trying to get there. Um, One of the big challenges right now is they do an outstanding job of making the sock cushioned and yet structurally sound. So one of the problems I run into is when I'm putting my sock into something like a tight fitting gym shoe, uh, like something that's designed to fit really tight, like a badminton shoe or something like a snowboard boot. Yeah. right you don't want the heel to get pulled up yeah. halfway up your calf so you need something that has enough structure to the base of it that it's not going to get pulled around on your foot and you know even just you know wearing my daily driver sandals or whatever uh if you move sideways i hate it when my socks slip yes around on it's my kind foot of the worst drives me absolutely yeah. crazy so i miss tech news says prime packet wrong show wrong show it's not a tech news show <laughs> Um, so we want something that is going to hold up to all the all the little sort of irritations that I have with crappy socks, and it's been it's That's been difficult. totally a thing. Yep, it's been difficult. Uh, Joseph S says, "Winter
1: Stealth Bottle," in brackets, white on white. Win. P.S. I am now going
0: to start calling bromine bro. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so <laughs> much. Uh, winter Stealth Bottle um i actually would be surprised if we ever do it to be honest with you and the reason for that is that we have experimented with that color scheme before and it really just did not translate
1: i think i remember it looking weird there is a water bottle project that i don't know if we're talking about that i'm actually very excited for
0: the thick boy the thick boy yeah, there's gonna be there's I'm gonna be a, there's gonna be a bigger water bottle. <laughs> it's huge.
1: It's like a day's worth of water in one bottle, which is totally what I want. That's fantastic. If I can just fill it up in the morning, and if I drink the whole thing by the time I go to bed, I'm like pretty solid.
0: Ridiculous. Nice. All nice.
1: right, nice. I love it. What um, it? ounces. Can we say ounces yet? I don't remember how many it is. Sixty-four, I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100%. I could have said that it's wrong. ludicrous. Don't quote
0: me. Yeah, don't don't quote him on that because we, we are just dumb people that have no idea what's yeah, going on. talk to Nick. Yeah. Uh, Bryn, uh, well, don't talk to Nick. Don't bother Nick. It is the weekend. Okay? That's why... <laughs> no, tweet him! No, don't. <laughs> tweet him now! No, don't. Don't. That's how I... That's We're going to lose our <laughs> leaking privileges. We're not going to be allowed to leak product anymore <laughs> okay. if it ruins don't Nick's weekend every time. Him. Don't tweet him. If you okay. want to
1: learn more about products don't subscribe to the newsletter yeah (laughs) okay
0: all right big brain um okay so this is really cool this is um halo infinite running on a handheld okay one second one second just just chill just chill uh where's the where's the stupid quick no where's the uh bot boot camp here we go uh sure whatever play okay Okay, this is like kind of mind-blowing. Uh, now, this is not, okay, this is not ze- um, running RDNA 2 graphics like the upcoming Steam Deck will. But unlike their previous one, which I actually have in my tech backpack as well. I love this thing. <laughs> uh, unlike their previous one, the A&E-O, or A&E-O, uh Founder Edition one, it's got, um, what are they, Vega 8 rather than Vega 6 graphics. So it's a full like 30% wider GPU core, and it's clocked 15% higher, which based on the performance numbers that I saw of, the, of this one, the founders against the Steam Deck prototype that I tested puts it within striking distance. Although there's still lots of room for Valve to optimize I love this by the way. I gotta talk about Jake's comment here in a second. There's still lots of room for Valve to optimize both on the hardware side and on the software side, especially because they're running such a lightweight operating system. You see how much they shed from the size of their uh, SteamOS 3.0 image? No. I, f- I forget what it was, but it was like obscene. Like it's a fraction the size that it was before. They just de-bloated the crap out of it. Crazy. This is great. Uh, Jake asks, "Can the can the AYA play Anno? I've got Jake into Anno now. What, actually? Well, he saw me playing around with it when we did a video at my new house. And he had always kind of made fun of me for it, actually. He was like, Oh, you're always talking about Anno, uh, Anno, uh, Anno. Uh, uh, uh. And then he messages me, like, shortly afterward. He's like, Okay, I'm going to try Anno. Should I try Anno? I'm like, Well, it's kind of a polarizing game. It's not for everyone. Um, but if you like optimizing things and if you like building styled games you might really enjoy it or if you and can pair with someone who does so, and he's been he's been messaging me about it and like he's been he's been like into it now it's great
1: we it, should make a we should make a three person uh whatever you call it expedition something i don't know okay
0: here you go here you go try it out try it out that is halo infinite running on oh wait actually hold on hold on do i even have it in uh Do I even have it in, like, juicer mode? I do. I do. So you can... It's really cool. Uh, This is some software they added. You can actually configure your TDP of the chip on the fly. So you can just be like, "Uh, yeah, I want to run in balanced 15-watt mode. (laughs) You double-tap... Well, normally you double-tap it. All right, it's being stupid right now. Of course, when you go to demo something, it immediately breaks, but... Uh, we're, we're in like big, big chungus 20 watt mode right now. So. A question for you while I play with this for yeah. a second.
1: Um, any
0: chances, uh, Joshua W
1: says, oh, it's gone. Uh, any chances for kid size shirts is what he asked.
0: We want to do kid size shirts. Right now, our insurance is um, does not allow us to do children's garments. And it's not an impossible thing for us to do, but it's something that we potentially could do in the future. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Jonathan asks, how do you tell a good PC distributor for commercial uses? I've been trying to find one for a long time, but haven't found one that's reliable. Do you have any recommendations? Honestly, I don't even know what a commercial user looks for in a PC distributor. Um... What are the what are the differences? Is there a reason you wouldn't just buy in bulk from like Newegg or Amazon? Do they have corporate reps? <laughs> Sorry. I, I just I have not been concerned with procurement in a very very long time. So, uh, playing a shooter game on a controller
1: feels like no. butthole. Okay. But um that's it, fair enough. It feels like it's running well. You, what's the frame rate at?
0: It's up here. I didn't I've think got a saw. frame view
1: running. Oh, average. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. it's hitting around 30. Yeah. Which, like, no, I did not expect 60 FPS in Halo Infinite on this thing. But it is 100% playable. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? That's pretty nuts, actually. That's cool. That's exciting. This thing is, like... That gives me more hope for Steam Deck. Kind of sick. It's also interesting that it's running Halo Infinite and the air out of the back, which my hand 100%
0: went over, is cool. Well, but that's the intake. Uh Oh. So the exhaust is out the top, where it doesn't interfere with your hands at all. That makes sense. And I'm just, Halo Infinite is just, it's mostly interesting from a, what, really?
1: Really heavy game, yeah. Kind
0: of standpoint, just because it's such a heavy game and it's obviously popular right now. But for me, the bigger one is that you can run Breath of the Wild at over 30 FPS on this thing. And that's in the 15-watt somewhat reasonable mode that won't chew through the battery in like two hours. Right. So what's crazy about this is that it's the do-absolutely-anything computer. Yeah.
1: Literally anything. Yeah, it's sweet. Because you so can dock it. And
0: uh, expand with screens and peripherals and whatever. I've got PlayStation running on it. I've got PS2 running on it. I've got um, the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild running on it. In I've the, got in the PC current... games running on it. It's like there's nothing it can't do. In basically. the current environment Super of cool. hardware
1: prices is it like that bad of an idea for someone to just buy one of those?
0: Well, the thing is that the Steam Deck is sort of in this sort of does it exist does it not exist stage where it is announced but you can't buy one and valve says they will ship it at x time but they could easily delay it i mean it wouldn't be the first time that valve ever delayed a product and we don't know how (laughs) and we don't know how friendly windows will be on it either we have i i think it'll be fine I think that Valve is I think that Valve is clever enough people to understand that not everybody is going to want to run SteamOS 3.0. Hopefully
1: it's great and everybody does. But yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah.
0: I, I think it's not realistic for everyone to end up running SteamOS 3.0 at it, on it. And I think that Valve is absolutely going to be doing the smart thing and internally validating the device on right. Windows for, yeah. for sure. There's just absolutely no way they don't do it. Martin M. says, let's see how long this takes to come. Still waiting on a previous order. Hit up support. Um, yeah, do, but also understand that they are a little bit backlogged right super now. super swamped. We've had time off because of the holidays, because we're not a totally horrible employer to work for. And then also there's an influx of messages
1: over the holidays. Joe doesn't know this, um, and neither does Nick. But I'm going to talk to Nick about Joe potentially helping. Oh, okay. Them. That I, would be really helpful. They told me their support ticket number today, and my jaw hit the floor so hard I almost flipped over yeah we're, was... we're trying
0: we're trying you got to understand we're not Amazon you know we don't have call centers around the world that are uh, that are monitoring tickets and yeah. calls like we're yeah. we're still a pretty small operation um, but we're we're absolutely doing our best and once we do get back to you I, I promise we'll get whatever it is taken care of yep um, starlet scarf a big fan of yours for years or been a fan of yours for years not a big one sorry small small one maybe I've I'm a visually impaired CS major. You've inspired me every step of the way. Any thoughts on the difference in some USB-C cables' capability, like PD versus transfer rates? I've seen many people have issues with this. Oh, what a, what ah, what a rabbit hole that one is. <laughs> When we do our cables, and that's a when, not an if, that is absolutely something that we are going to clearly mark on them. You will never, I promise you, this is my personal Linus Tech Tips guarantee. We will never mark an HDMI 2.0 cable, HDMI 2.1a cable. Our PD ratings, our maximum rated transfer speeds, they will be accurate and they will be clearly marked. I promise. There's nothing I can do about the cluster that exists in the current (laughs) space we will hopefully be able to list uh
1: or link to a labs page on the cable even um hopefully hopefully.
0: eventually hopefully maybe that's the goal um you never replied to my email about that what we need to have a meeting about like creating a like a scope i thought i did reply well when did you reply was it like today uh
1: Maybe I didn't reply. Luke getting called
0: know. out. Luke getting called out live on Show. No, no, I have not no. reply from you. Oh. Um, Did so I talk
1: to you about it outside of the email? Weird. So Dang, we bad. need to have a meeting
0: sort yeah. of defining what the, the scope is for that. It Does it take over linustechtips.com? And then the forum becomes like a discussion subsite. Does it? Do we create a new domain for it? I, I don't know. We need to figure all that out. But we've yeah. got time. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Uh, well, we're just going through merch messages. Oh, yeah, We are right. talking about USB cables. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, David T says, how come the WAN hoodie only has a two-piece hood, but the Stealth hoodie and the Swacket at V2 have three-piece hoods? That is a tremendous question, and if Hannah or Bridget were here, I'm <laughs> sure they would be able to tell you. Um, Matthew from our team was not actually involved in any of those garments, but he'd probably be able to tell you too, so those are our fashion designer fit technician team. Um, uh, I have no idea. I'm sorry. Frugivore,
1: hopefully I'm saying that right. <laughs> yeah. Floatplane chat said, no, keep the forum. He wasn't saying getting rid of the forum. No, no, it would just be navigational changes.
0: Yeah. Navigational changes. Yeah. Um, it would forum be, would still be there. it would be a way for the forum's existence to be justified from a business standpoint. Cause I promise you it doesn't make money. <laughs> uh, Brendan says this will go so well with my line of work. How does hot coffee hold up in the bottles? Okay. So it is a water bottle. We do, not, we do not endorse the use of other liquids in the bottle. However, I have seen many user reports that it keeps coffee hot very well. The one challenge for me with putting anything other than coffee in, in any water bottle, I don't I don't like putting non-water beverages in water bottles. You got to only do that thing forever. You, pretty much. Um, and the challenge is that cleaning them is a bit of a chore because it's it's hard to get in there and you should never put an insulated water bottle in the dishwasher. Yeah. So as long as you've got a scrubby for cleaning it out or, or you don't mind having like coffee residue mm-hmm. inside your bottle, then... I can't stop you from doing that. It's your product. It's it's your it's thing. Your item. Yeah, yeah. you own it. Yeah. But I I don't. Uh, it's it's not. It's a, it's a water bottle. That is the officially supported liquid. <laughs> being like that about it. Being all corporate. Uh, Bryn asks, I'm curious to hear what, if any tech you guys are excited for that isn't quite ready for prime time, but feels like it's around the corner. Okay.
1: I feel like my answer is kind of cop out for this, um, and. It, it's definitely ready for primetime because the app that goes along with it was number one on the App Store at Christmas time. TikTok?
0: No, no actually. You're into TikTok? You want more TikTok? No. You sure? Yes. More dancing and singing along no. with stolen music? I don't really like TikTok too much. Um, no. No, but Shake it's, your booty it's, a little more?
1: It's VR. I, I think it's very close. That is a cop-out the, answer. The, Thank you. The Quest 2 is fantastic, but it's not really there, you know? It's it's like it's so close but I still feel when I'm trying to move the controllers around it still feels a little laggy and I know they don't have external sensors and all this kind of stuff. I know what they're fighting against is like huge and what they've accomplished with the Quest 2 is very respectable but I'm really excited for like the next few steps of VR. And I I've never felt like we were there's been p- times in the past where I had kind of a, a sense of despair about VR feels like it's not there and it's going to take so long yep. and now i'm like it's not there but i feel it and it's right around the corner and i'm really stoked so that's i guess that's my answer
0: yep that was a cop-out answer it was uh honestly handheld gaming is something i'm super passionate about it's kind of a cop-out answer you literally had it on the desk going back to the nvidia <laughs> shield right the that android yeah. gaming portable that they had shield Which portable i guess they bad. retconned the name too yeah. um I I absolutely loved that thing. I love the concept of streaming games, uh, you know, locally from a higher powered machine over the network. That's something I'm also super excited about. I mean, Dell even showed off a concept of a gaming server inside your home at CES. Yep. It's exactly what we talked about on the WAN show like six years ago or whatever. And we have a demo coming. I love that. With one GPU, four gamers, where we do the same thing. We take a consumer NVIDIA GPU and split it out into multiple workers. And then people can remote in through the network and use Parsec to actually game on the same machine at a time. Super cool. Um, Those are technologies that I'm really excited about, like the mobility of computing and gaming in particular, because that's like, you know, yeah, I mean, it's neat. I can track my steps or whatever, but (laughs) unless the screen is big enough to play games, it's hard for it to really hold my attention, is the truth. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. There's a big discussion in float plane chat, uh, led by a prime and Jake of all people about, well, why shouldn't we be allowed to put our water bottles in the dishwasher if we have a no heat setting? Yes. If you have a no heat setting on your dishwasher, you can put it in the dishwasher if you really want to. I'm just, <laughs> for the sake of, for the sake of just protecting, you know, the people who are, can't be trusted to set their dishwasher exactly correctly every time we say it's not dishwasher safe, but yes, you could do that. Yeah. Uh. All right. Um, yeah, no, we don't own an aircraft yet. That's a merch message that just came in. <laughs> not yet anyway. Joshua asks, Linus, what is the complete story behind you and your NCIX days telling vendors ahead of time, no, we have no intention of paying you? Also, do you guys have enough in stock of the WAN pants? Okay, so that's not... Is that from the roast? Is that from Taryn telling that Probably. story in the roast or something like Probably. that? Okay, so... I'm trying
1: to figure out what that is in reference to.
0: Maybe I told the story, but but basically um, I, I told a vendor that... We um, just, I was talking about my order and I said, hey, um," I forget exactly what I said. It was either something along the lines of like, I need net 60 terms because realistically uh, we're going to pay in net 60 anyway, even if you give us net 30 terms. It was either that or it was like uh, they were complaining about not getting paid. And I said something along the lines of like, well, yeah, it's kind of going around right now, but... We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, well, no, this wasn't even at the end. This was just NCIX having cash flow problems and stretching their terms with vendors because basically management, either through um, ignorance or malice, I can't tell anymore, had decided selfishly that their own cash flow issues were the only priority and anyone else's cash flow issues were not a priority. So constantly, when I would go and I would complain to upper management or accounting that my vendors need to be paid, hey, we already turned through all the inventory. What are we waiting for? We have the money to pay for it from customers now in our bank account, theoretically, assuming you're not pissing it away on something, we need to pay the bill. And they would always say, you need to ask for more time. You need to ask for understanding so we can have the cash flow to maintain our business. I'm like, well, what about their cash flow? Like, I don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense. We've got- Yeah did we bring in the product and sell it and then now we can pay for it or not? Um, So basically I, I disclosed that we were stretching our terms and that we were not paying vendors on time. And, uh, Taryn called me into his office and was like, did, did I just hear what I thought I heard? Um, you, you can't, you can't tell people that like, do you have any idea how bad that looks? And I'm like, from my point of view, I was like, "Yes, sir, yes, sir." But from my point of view, I was like, "Well, if it looks bad, then maybe we should probably pay our vendors it. on time." Yeah. yeah. But that's not something I can control. It's not something he can control. So it was an important lesson in just sort of uh, etiquette. You know, if you're good and, and stretching terms is absolutely a thing in many industries and many vendors, but it's not something from from for personally. That I agree with. We don't stretch our terms here. Uh, We've—I don't think, to my knowledge, in over nine years of operation, ever been laid on a paycheck. For example, I don't—I don't believe in that. Everyone else has cash flow issues too. Um, but when I'm not in control of that, which I wasn't, I have to tow the company line. So um, that was—that was the story there. <clears throat> As for whether we have enough WAN pants in stock, we certainly did before we started. Um, I have no idea what kind of situation we're looking at now. It's probably dire. We definitely moved a few. Yep, just um, a little bit. Just a little bit. You know what? We'll be, I think we'll we'll be okay for a little bit. The problem is just that our restock is pretty far away. So that's the, that's the main issue. Um, we're going to have Got a restock it. of hoodies before we have a restock of pants. So if you were holding out to buy the hoodie and the pants together, I can't guarantee that their in-stockness will will overlap. Um, yeah, uh, Joshua W. I already talked about kid-sized shirts. Um, we can't do it until we revise our uh, until we revise our insurance and until we get our our own branded shirt blanks out into the field. Make sure that they're really going to hold up to the real world. And then we start working on the the chunky boy fit, the lanky boy fit, the women's fit. Maybe we do kids fits. The future of the LTT brand is clothing, not merch. So, yeah, pretty much you name it, we intend to address it at some point. But we are we're cash flow constrained, right? Like that's something I, I'll talk about honestly with you guys, whether the optics are good or not. Um, we're at the point now where. Creator Warehouse could probably use an outside investor. I I think I just, I don't want to do it because I just don't like people telling me what to do. But I I think that if we were being honest, you know, they've got a new space they're moving into. They're going to have to furnish it. They're going to have to hire a bunch of people. If we wanted it to grow the absolute fastest it possibly could, we could use outside investment, but we've also really enjoyed doing things the way that we want to do them. If it I takes, think you're
1: going to have a really hard time continuing to do that with outside investment because the LTT stores ran in a somewhat unique way. If it, it takes
0: was, a year and a half to make a pair of socks, then damn it, it takes a year and a half.
1: And I think not a lot of many people are going to be super cool with that um, <laughs> that aren't the audience.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean honestly, that's something that theoretically we could do but the problem is that as soon as we have a bunch of international investors oh i don't even
1: mean, i didn't mean that but yeah
0: as soon as we have a bunch of international investment it is a minefield oh, like it's terrible. legally and accounting yeah. wise it's just it's just awful and yeah. i don't feel like dealing with it so so that's where we're at on that we're not going to go public anytime soon no 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 um, Jackson, do you have any other prints of the desk pad on the horizon? Uh, there's going to be a stealth one, and I think there's something else with like kind of like cool circuits or something like that. It's kind of inspired by the circuit wall in the lounge. Also, do you see opportunities for non-PhD IT enthusiasts at LMG in the near to midterm future? Graduating, graduating my bachelor soon and looking for work. Any job search advice?
1: IT enthusiasts.
0: I mean, yeah, it's tough, right? Like you just got to keep an eye on the on the jobs page. The jobs page where almost always hiring these days. So I don't know what to tell you other than keep an eye out. Uh, Stringplays says, any new beanie designs coming? I'd love to see some brighter color, really brighter colors. Okay. And maybe multicolored designs. I don't think we have anything planned for multicolor, but I'm sure Sarah would love to do another round of finding fun colors or coming up with like some cool like patches and stuff to put on them. Uh, anything's possible, but there's nothing imminent. Blake Heck of a job to your team pumping out videos this week. Also, shout out to my buddy Travis watching. You'll be sleeping on this pillow. Oh, that's so nice. You got a CPU pillow for Travis. Wow. I know there wasn't a question, but I thought that one was like, Yeah. give a shout out to the team. It's positive, wholesome, good. Lance, the U.S. Copyright Office is looking at changing regulations about automatic content ID systems. They're taking public comments for a month. This is everyone's chance to make their voices heard about content ID abuse. Hey, what a great message. Thanks, Lance. Um, Enjoy your mystery water bottle and your black beanie. And thank you very much for bringing that to everyone's attention. It's going to be
1: really interesting if three quarters of Twitch creators can't just watch YouTube all day anymore. Yeah. I'm not even necessarily like calling anyone out, but that's like a huge thing. An automatic content ID could really bring that down. In a in a crazy way, that would actually be a massive change for. I guess not just Twitch creators, but like live streamers in general. That's a huge portion of what live streamers have been doing. Wow, Uh, that would that would totally change the space if if automatic content ID came to more platforms and how it was more regulated and all that kind of stuff.
0: Okay, it's gonna be on a commercial flight, Vladdy Daddy eighty eight. We don't have our own plane. Uh, Andre J says, how do I wash the desk pad? I might or may not have spilled some Red Bull on it. So um, this is not official. This is just what I've tried and it works, but you just machine wash cold, lay it flat to dry, and it looks like the day you got it pretty much from my experience. Your mileage may vary. Your detergent or your washer settings might completely destroy it. I don't know. So failing that, what you can also do, and I think this is more officials, you can take something like a, like a scrubby uh, scrubby cloth, like a microfiber cloth or something like that, uh, get it kind of saturated in liquid and detergent, and you can just kind of scrub it. Just make sure that you don't only scrub in one spot because it's a black pad. So you'll end up Evenly. with like one faded spot. So you need to make sure you kind of feather it out and scrub all around. And then I would give it a rinse and then let it uh, let it just lay flat to dry and you should be good to go. Mark C, I'd love to see a highlight video of LMG employees' personal Twitch okay, channels. Okay, so what I was thinking with this yeah, is is that you just want more personal promotion no, on LMG official. We've talked about this, loop. You're putting me under pressure you live. Did. You're I putting me under re- pressure live. No, I kidding. meant
1: to read this one before you did because I was going to kind of co-op his merch message yeah. and say if you want to see more stuff about uh, LMG employees' personal stuff, a very interesting way to do that is to subscribe to Floatplane Um, and check out the Meet the team videos. There's actually yep. quite a few at this point. Um, yep. I'm going to work with the, the Lions Media Group team to get some of the old exclusives tagged with the exclusive tags so it can be more easy to find some of the old there's exclusives. There's a ton
0: of exclusive content built up there. There yep. is. Like There's a ton. actually
1: years worth. Um, yep. So there's a, there's a lot of meet the teams too. And there's it's actually pretty interesting to see people in a casual setting just talking about themselves instead of talking about tech stuff. So if you want to kind of meet the team with a variety of the team members, maybe check out
0: Flowplane. Lucky LuckyFalcor on Floatplane says, hey, did you guys hear Sonos won the patent case against Google and Google speakers yes. are getting nerfed as a result yeah. instead of Google paying royalties to Sonos? I did. I think it's crazy. time for me to just switch from YouTube Music to Spotify because it drives me crazy that Google Play Music, I used to be able to just natively cast to my Sonos speakers. But ever since those two got in a tiff, you haven't been able to do it anymore. And that's part of the transition to YouTube Music is my understanding. And it just sucks because the Sonos music app sucks because nobody should ever use it. You should just use your native music service app and then you should just cast to your Sonos. So I think that might be the thing that just breaks me and pushes me to Spotify. Apparently they have good migration tools. Jake's been on me to switch to Spotify for freaking ages. YouTube music is
1: trash. I yeah, just, but I
0: have YouTube Premium. That's why I
1: have it as well.
0: And I have a family plan, so I just like have all the YouTube Premium you and all get the YouTube Shopify music.
1: Spotify family plan. Uh,
0: I don't uh, Yeah, but that's not YouTube Premium. So now I have Now I have to I also have you, Premium. Am I wrong? I might just be wrong. Sucks. Does
1: YouTube Premium just automatically include YouTube music? I
0: believe so. Oh.
1: I could be wrong. It might be a small adder. If it
0: was cheaper, then that helps cover a bit it's of it. At least cheap. Foster W. As a sales rep at Leons, it's very difficult for me to explain to customers the difference between Hertz and the manufacturer listed motion rate. What's the easiest way to explain the difference? I've got it for you because this is how I used to explain it to customers. The the Hertz, right, is the input is the input frame rate, okay, or frequency or whatever. Let's let's low. sorry.
1: Nothing, sorry, I was talking to oh,
0: let's Oh, let's use frame rate, okay? So the, the hertz is your input frame rate. Then, whatever your clear motion or clear smoothing, motion smoothing, or whatever that is, that's the output frame rate. So the way that you can explain it is that any difference between this and this is fake. It's guesswork. It's filling in the blanks. So that's why this is critical and this is garbage because anytime you're guessing, there's always going to be some incorrect guesses. And I remember it just being the stupidest thing ever. Uh, NCIX had this Samsung showcase store at one point, and one of the demos that Samsung sent over to to show off one of their you know top. This was in Metro Town, wasn't it? Uh, it was in Aberdeen Center. Oh, yeah. uh, one of their top tier TVs was, I think it was like BBC Planet Earth, where all the birds are flying at the same time. <laughs> and i don't know whether it was samsung's fault or ncix's fault but we had it running with the stupid motion smoothing so it looked like an absolute cluster it looked like absolutely nothing as all these birds are going across cuz the wings right they're they're constantly changing direction and when you've when you've got like a you know i guess that would be what a 30 a 30 fps or 24 fps content input and then you're trying to upscale it to, you know, at that time, it would have been like 240 or whatever. I mean, I mean it's, a, it's, a, it's a gong <laughs> show, right? It's not going to look like anything. Ugh. So stupid. Hate it. Um, all right. Glad to hear it, Adam L. Love Anno 1800, I got the incomings. Got the incomings. You got them? All right. So hopefully that clears things up for you. A Draca 1. News. McDonald's Japan is only serving small-sized fries due to an issue with their Canadian supplier in the Vancouver ports. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Thought it was fun enough to share. Hey, thanks for that. Uh, Red Robin locally is only providing ketchup in pre-portioned little things because apparently there's a ketchup shortage in Vancouver now as well. Just... Just, you know, COVID era things, right? right? So one of the incoming messages
1: that I sent through said that they work at a Chick-fil-A and they rotate through eight iPads for taking orders or something and they're wanting a charging solution. Just get one of those like uh, file folder slot things that you can place them on and just plug them in. There's, there's not really much else to say other than that.
0: and D says, you've mentioned software videos don't perform well. Would you consider making compilation videos of cool slash niche software for PC users? It's something we've touched on before. In fact, we had a whole series that we had planned around it called LSD, Luke's Software <laughs> Discoveries. Um, it didn't perform very well. I don't think Luke did a great job of it.
1: <clears throat> I think one of them was okay.
0: Yeah. There was only like two of them. Yeah. Well, one I of the
1: problems is there honestly isn't that much stuff.
0: Well, I mean, we did a full episode on Nine-Night for NCIX Tech Tips. That was a way long back in the house, time ago. A long time ago. Nine-Night's yeah. still super cool, by yeah. the way. Um, yeah, it's something that we could do. In the meantime, we can at least highlight the one that you mentioned here. Apparently, it's uh, a good way to force old games into windowed full screen called Game Companion. But the, the That sounds kind of neat. It is. but it's not enough
1: for one video and it's very niche yeah yep it's tough and ultimately when you like unless unless we started doing more linux stuff um i don't think there's enough of that type of content for windows
0: i think if you jumped on linux yeah there there almost certainly would be um andrew c have either of you done any more linux things since the linux challenge nope
1: Uh, i've been playing halo infinite mint released a new version Uh, i'm interested in trying it but i can't like (sighs) this is the same problem they ran into last time i really really wanted to run it on my work computer a bunch of years ago and it just wasn't worth it now i really wanted to run it on my work laptop and it was totally worth it i actually significantly enjoyed the experience and i believe i was faster and more productive on Linux and I was on Windows because the startup time was really fast and it just didn't get in my way. It was it was quick, uh, like I, I don't know, I was happy and then it stopped displaying to an external monitor and I was just like, "Okay, now I need to waste a bunch of time installing Windows again." because windows takes a billion years to install compared to linux
0: kind of does i don't get it it's only like four point however many gigabytes how long could it possibly take to extract and put all the files linux actually takes
1: like a few minutes <laughs> like i just <laughs> and there's like almost no config you need to do uh, yeah. i shouldn't say generally but like mint and uh, ubuntu are super super fast to install and very very easy and then windows is like oh my god i have to click 10 million things saying no i don't actually want you to take every single piece of information about my entire soul for free um and then you finally get into the installed and it has to update 10 billion things as well so frustrating and i don't even want to use it and it's worse but at least it, it displays to a second monitor
0: yep i don't know what to tell so you. so i don't know
1: i i like want to try the new version of mint but if that happens
0: again then i just wasted a bunch of time Silverhome says still no qd oled talk so <sighs> that video did you watch the video we did on qd oled uh no okay it's super cool so samsung is trying to solve the problems of lcd and oled by basically combining some of the best technology of both they've got an oled backlight which basically means per pixel light control and then they're using a quantum dot layer to handle the transformation from the wavelength of light that the backlight uh, evenly distributes to whatever wavelength they need. So it's going to be your red, green, blue, etc. It's a little bit more complicated than that. you got to watch the full video for the actual explanation because there's some pastor or something. Anyway, the point is it's OLED plus Quantum Dot, and it's super cool. A fair number of people criticized the videos for being extremely shilly, and the answer to how that happened is actually that I did not know it was sponsored. (laughs) So... James was the one who actually went down to Samsung's demo. Everything I heard about it, and I trust James's, I trust James's takes on displays implicitly. He, he knows his biz, um, and he brought down all the tools he needed. Samsung let him play with them, which was amazing. With what limited time he had, he was able to actually like test them, which is something that doesn't normally happen at a CES showcase. Like It was very open, considering that it was Samsung. I think part of it is that it was Samsung Display. Not Samsung Electronics.
1: Okay. Yeah. So
0: yeah. super cool opportunity that we would have been crazy not to take. So James is the one who went down there. He came up. He scripted the video. I went through it with him, and I was like, "How good is it?" And he's like, "It's great." And I go, "Okay, well, this seems kind of tepid. Like, is it good or is it great?" He's like, "It's great." And I go, "Okay, so let's go we through." Need to crank it up. Yeah. And I, cr- I cranked it up a notch. As I was standing on the set, I found out, hey, this video, this is a fully sponsored video. And I went, oh,
1: (laughs) that's why it was tepid.
0: That's why, well, no, that's not why. I I don't know why James made the decision because he would have had every opportunity to tell me in script review that. Right. It right, was yeah. sponsored. And that's why he did it. But I mean, I never asked, right? He might have assumed, he must have assumed that I knew it was sponsored because someone told me at some point, I'm just a scatterbrain. I've got a lot going on and I, I didn't remember. I, I just didn't remember. And so I realize on set, I, I find out on set, hey, this is sponsored. I go, oh, shoot. Okay. So a couple of problems here. Number one is the way that I went through and edited that script for what is a forward looking piece. Uh, on a technology that is not released to the market yet for a brand partner is, is not the way that I would normally um, frame something like that. I would normally frame it as more, we're going to let you guys be the judge of this ultimately, but here's what Samsung says about it. So I allowed a lot more of our editorial impressions, which were very positive, to make their way into the finished video. That was concern number one. Concern number two was that there was no sponsorship disclosure in the script. Oh. So on set, I ad-libbed in the sponsorship disclosure that needs to be in the first 30 seconds or whatever. And I was just like, well, we're we're behind on production right now. We need this out in time for it to go up at embargo. Um, I, I don't have time to sit down and completely retool this script and make it less enthusiastic. And the reality of it is, people are going to see this tech. They're going to know we were right about it anyway. So, how much damage is this going to do? In the short term, yeah, I think it was a hit. In the long term, I think we come out fine because when people look at this 2 years or 3 years down the road, they're going to be like LTT was right, which which is which is great. But it just it just sucks that we ended up with a lot of really negative comments on that video criticizing us for uh, sort of shilling it when the reality of it is what actually happened was we ended up being way more positive than we normally would have been on a sponsored video because I didn't realize it was sponsored. <laughs> we actually go out of our way sometimes with sponsors to make sure that we don't, we, we don't inject that personal enthusiasm into it because we know that that muddies the waters. Um, so that's what happened. And, um, you know that's the kind of thing that I guess will end up in in my tell all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thomas I'm, W. Oh,
1: I've got some things to address. Um, two two comments. I'm not surprised to, uh, you know, comments about Linux stuff. Oh. Uh, Powder Linux said, couldn't Luke get Anthony to fix his second monitor issues? Now we're wasting two people's time.
0: The whole the Am whole I problem. Am I paying for this time? Exactly. Yeah. I, is that a thing I'm paying for? Yeah. But like, come I, on,
1: guys. The, the The whole problem is that it's a it's a low end work environment. All I need is some browsers and two dedicated chat applications. That's it. I need Slack. I need Teams, and I need usually two to three browsers because I might need to test some things in some browsers. Whatever. I just need it to work consistently. That is my whole benchmark i was excited about using linux because it was a little bit faster i found it got in my way a little bit less so i could work slightly very marginally faster um the fact that it stopped displaying to a second monitor was a big problem and then crowbat on twitch said i'm i'm not using mint but i am on fedora watching wancho on my laptop connected to a second monitor luke i know
0: it's not (laughs) that you can't do it (laughs) I mean, I had my and Manjaro rig on a second monitor whenever I needed to like diagnose a problem, and I, I had
1: it on a second monitor for like a month. And I seriously doubt it affected almost anyone else, if anyone else at all. It's very likely related to my literally physically falling apart old Razer laptop. It's like it's it's it doesn't matter. Can you complain just, about that gift
0: some more? I, it's still I really, working. It's really sexy when you do that. It's still working. I don't care. I'm just (laughs) it's
1: still working, it still plays games. I went to a LAN with it uh, at my parents' house with my brother. I'm kidding. It's fine.
0: I know they all fell apart. I understand. We literally made a video about how they all fell apart. I'm
1: just saying it's probably more related to that than than like Linux or whatever. I wasn't trying to take
0: shots at Linux. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. I need it to work. You don't want to take shots at Linux when you can take shots at Linus (laughs) and his gift he gave you.
1: But it's just like, and then there was another comment that was like, hey, Linus, uh, you constantly get asked to make more unread content, but you say there isn't enough interest, but we're constantly asking you, so there has to be enough interest. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah, no, that's not how it works. Just because there's like a few loud people in the audience doesn't mean there's actually hundreds of thousands or at least a million People want to click on this content. If
0: we make a video that doesn't get a million views, it's like a catastrophe to put it in perspective, like what kind of scale we're hoping to operate on these days. And we could potentially do a Linux channel that has lower expectations at some point, but we haven't done that yet. Uh, Thomas W. asks, what's the lowest temperature that the water bottle can handle? Could you put LN2 in it? I don't know. But you know who does know is Steve from Gamers Nexus. So you could ask him. Um, He told me he intended, he, he asked for some. So we sent him some. He told me he intended to use them for LN2 pouring for extreme overclocking. I was like, oh, well, let me know how it goes. And then I don't <laughs> think I ever heard back from him. So, okay. yeah, feel free to um, check check in with him about that. Kyra says, "Hey Luke, what's your endgame vision for Floatplane? I super love Floatplane, but things like caption availability make it hard for my auditory processing issues. So unfortunately, I usually use YouTube despite being subscribed. We do want
1: to ha- to support auto
0: caption stuff. Is there like an open open? Like, There's a service we can subscribe something? to. Okay. I
1: believe the last time I looked into it, it looked like it was a paid service. It was uh, attainably priced. The problem was it, it does. If I remember correctly, it's been a while." The problem was that it didn't work with our current player. We're still waiting for that player update. I know I've been saying this for a while now. We had our main developer in general, also the main developer on the player, uh, kind of was down and out with COVID for like a month. Um, And he's only been back for like a week. Um, He's done an amazing amount of stuff since he's back because he's awesome. But uh, he gets pulled in like a billion different directions, and he's the one making the player. So it'll come when it comes. Hopefully soon, it's very close to being ready, but we want it to be really, really ready. Um, It will not automatically support that, but theoretically, it would be able to support that. And that is something that we want to do because you're definitely not the only person um, who who needs slash wants that feature. And we would like to support people with those types of needs slash wants.
0: myth x plays says miss the wan hoodie happy to be here for the wan pants linus i know you play badminton but what's your workout routine like is there a sweet high-tech gym coming at the new house no i actually do not do any pure working out the only exercise like explicit exercise that i do is playing badminton more formally training badminton and um beat saber (laughs) that's actually it Uh, in general though and this is one of those things that it's it's ridiculous how how simple it is, and yet how important it is. I take steps two at a time. I I walk fast everywhere I go. I park farther away. Um, take the difficult route. There's there's a lot of little things that you can do that contribute to just you know. I'm not jacked, obviously. Like I'm not I'm not huge or anything. But there's a lot of little things that you can do to do, to help maintain what's what's shaken um you know like i i never miss a step target i'm always walking if i could if i could i am someone right in the office and knowing that it usually takes people a while to see it it's actually faster in most cases to get off your butt walk over to their desk and talk to them so that's what i do i get up and i go talk to people um and often it's nice to have a brain break it's good for the mind to just get your body moving genuinely once in a while, yeah. genuinely. Yeah. Um, so there's just a thousand little things like that. Um, you know, one of the things that I will go out of my way to do, even if I don't feel like it, is if my kids ask me to play a really active game. Like they like this game where I will I will go and catch them. I will chase them, like run after them, scoop them up, and then carry them, like flailing around and throw them onto a bed or a couch. Okay. And so they'll, they'll go and they'll, they'll hide or they'll run. They'll try and get past me. I was playing it at the in-laws' house the other night with them. <laughs> Freaking exhausting because like my yeah, oldest I is bet. nine. Yeah. Okay, and he he loves it too. They all they all love it. So so I'll grab them and I'll like huck them onto the bed and I'll tickle them and then I'll run and I'll like go get another one and like throw them over my shoulder and go run somewhere else and like huck them onto huck them onto the bed and I'll like tickle them and one of them will come up behind me and like punch me in the butt and I'll <laughs> turn around and grab them and I'll like put them over my head and like carry them off somewhere and throw them. Obviously you gotta be like careful. They're still, yeah. They're, they're children, but. Yeah. I do like to play rough with my kids. So that's something that's, uh, you know, it's just one of the little things that when you have an opportunity, take it and it makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, um, and I go hard at badminton, to be very clear. Badminton, if you are, and I don't want to generalize, but if you are white and not from Denmark, badminton is probably not what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying i play like for realsies so it's 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 hard it's very intense Uh, people don't respect badminton enough um men's singles badminton like the average professional match they actually travel a greater distance in less time compared to professional tennis matches like it's it's pretty crazy it's insane yeah um burned to otis With Samsung now making OLED TVs, will LG OLEDs get cheaper? I suspect it'll put pressure on LG. Um, And will LG finally make an OLED gaming monitor panel? Well, LG would need an appropriate technology to do it. That's the issue. Right now, I think one of the reasons they only have an OLED creator monitor is that they can sell it at the kinds of margins that will allow them to uh, absorb any returned panels due to burn-in if it becomes a problem out in the field. So... I, uh, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's coming anytime soon, but don't quote me on that. I mean, they could surprise me. Um, they don't, they have a 30, don't they have a 42 inch TV coming though? I mean, that's getting dangerously close to monitor size at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm already using a 48 inch as a monitor and I'm, I'm kind of loving it. Actually. I don't know how I could go back. There's one for
1: me from Jacob W it says, Hey Luke, how have you been now that you've been on the full plane team for a while? How does it feel? Not working for LTT anymore what was the transition between the two like blah 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 blah. it's it's cool i i've worked a lot of jobs in my life sometimes i miss making videos but sometimes i also miss working in the back of geek squad and fixing computers i like it's you're there's going to be positives and negatives about everything there was a moment that i i kind of there's there's been times in my life where i've tried to sit and absorb and uh, accept the fact that i'm currently in the good old days i try to like recognize that when i'm in it so that i can more deeply enjoy things and honestly this week when when the garbage time stream went live dank pods when he went live and he started playing drums on stream and the stream was running beautifully and the whole live chat was freaking out about how good the audio quality was and I, was, I had just previously been sitting in a voice chat with all the people that contributed and made this thing happen. I was watching it happen in front of my eyes, and he's talking about how great the stream's running and everything's just going properly, and I'm just sitting there like, this is pretty bleep button cool. <laughs> like, the fact that we made this is just kind of it's incredible. Insane. Like, it's, yeah. it's, this, is, this is a wild achievement. I think everyone on the team should be incredibly proud, and I'm incredibly proud of them. Um, and this is not something that I could have done in, in any other arena. So I mean, you
0: can count on your hands and toes uh, or on your fingers and toes, probably like the companies in the world that have their own top to bottom um, VOD delivery systems, right? Yeah, like it's, it's, and a
1: lot of the information for that is is not the most public and stuff. Like it's it's genuinely incredible what the team has done. And every once in a while, I just have to sit back and be like, wow. Like, this is crazy. Like, obviously, there's things that Flipline doesn't do perfectly, but there's enough that it does really well that I just, I think it's super cool. And I also appreciate that I'm allowed to still do stuff like this. I've been doing Show the entire time. Um, it's not like I've been completely gone. Um, I just don't make mainline videos anymore, but.
0: It was nice to have you back for the Linux series. It was fun. It's yeah. fun working together yeah. on the videos again.
1: I completely agree. And I've, I've talked to Riley. I'm probably going to be doing a, a tech link at some yeah. point, so that's cool but but i'm not by no means am i leaving flow so don't get it twisted i might yeah. just show up every once in a blue moon um but yeah i don't know i love my job it's really cool so yeah I, I
0: don't actually force him to say that just to be very clear no and i don't think he'd be afraid to say it if no he I, I typed a comment
1: in the in the garbage time stream i typed a comment being like this is the fact that I like that part of my job is that I need to sit here and make sure the stream goes well is so freaking cool.
0: <laughs> Cause I'm like, this is awesome. I don't know. It was, it was great. I, uh, yeah. Jake asks, Anno after party. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm out tonight, but I'm, I'm definitely down. I'm down to play some Anno. Yeah. We should, we should. Play um, Saxon asks, any chance for a rough date, pre save link or subscribe to notify for the new short circuit hoodie, even if it's in like 2024. Um, We have no such feature at this time, but... We've kind of, we've thought about
1: it. There, it. It could be an interesting idea to add like a page of like upcoming products that you can subscribe to notifications for or something. But It's, it's also fun
0: to just drop them during WAN show. That and we have enough team. of that one coming that as long as you're kind of paying attention to the channel at least once a week, I think you'll get one. Then again, the response to that thing has been absolute fire. So I, I not, there's no guarantee.
1: We got to start firing through these. Okay. Because I'm like out of time.
0: Okay. Uh, Kenneth. Love the new house content. If you're curious, if you plan to review any new security products, no. And for the reasons that you outlined, it's very difficult to review a security product without revealing far more about your own security situation than you are comfortable with. Uh, Zach M, I already have and love the desk pad and water bottle. Thanks for the amazing products. I know the port's been a pain. Any idea when my hoodie, oh, okay. No, we already addressed that. Yeah, it's coming. Jake in
1: Floatplane chat says, Can we give a shout out to the Linux Wanak? It hasn't crashed once since it's deployed. Hashtag F Windows. Yeah, infrastructure yeah. developments. Heck
0: yeah, let's go. Per- Linux- pretty much. Michael O. um, Is there any idea when we might start seeing research, testing, and content coming out of the labs? Will it be in 2022 or is that wishful thinking? If it's not in 2022, I'll be disappointed. Anonymous. Any plans to tackle the chaos that is shopping for an AV receiver that actually supports everything that HDMI 2.1 is supposed to offer on multiple inputs? That would be a project for the lab. That's not a project for our LTT writing team, so expect that to take some time. Bill, long time viewer, serious question. If we have big suggestions for the lab and float plane, where's the suggestion box? We do have a publicly facing email address on the main channel. I'd say that's not a bad place to send real, valid, meaningful feedback, um, but don't expect a reply. The, the, the folks who man that are not, um, they're, they're not gonna reply to you. Uh, Evan, loving the merch. Can we get subtitles on the product photo showing what size the model is wearing? We are working on it. That is a thing that we will do. It's just a matter of them getting on it. Um, Luke O says, haven't asked this in a couple of years. When can I buy your book, Linus? And can I get an autographed copy of this autobiography? I don't think I have a good enough memory to write an autobiography. I think if I ended up writing a book, it would basically just be me sitting down and typing and rambling until I run out of things to ramble about and then binding it and selling That was
1: it a hell of a it. ride, Linus Sebastian.
0: Yeah, exactly um yeah pretty much uh alec asks hey what's the time frame on the backpack three months a year should i stop checking for it every few days stop checking for it every few days you'll know because it'll be on WAN. we still have another sample coming i think next week if this one is perfect then it goes into production and it will be months away okay if it's not perfect chinese new year's happening could be another two months before we even get another sample. So uh, Joseph G says, I'm autistic and have sensory issues and the short circuit long sleeve t-shirt is out of stock. Are there any more long sleeves in the pipeline or a restock for the short circuit? Okay, there are long sleeves in the pipeline, but they're going to be a while. They're going to be based on the same fabric as our Mm -hmm. t-shirts or maybe a slightly heavier weight. And those are still going through that process where we're deploying them, making sure they're all good. And then we're going to ramp up big time uh anonymous are the swackets getting a restock or were there a a limited time item they are getting a restock this time the first swacket only got a single stocking because we had issues with uh qc on that with that supplier and we couldn't find another supplier to build it Blah, blah 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 long story but this one is coming back um how about dark aqua pants yeah um that sounds like a great idea um you know hit up hit up nick if you have merch suggestions don't bother him on the weekend though we can
1: skip this one already
0: talked about it. Uh, okay, uh, Brittany, hope you guys are having a great night. Been waiting for the pants to drop. I get it. I'm so excited to finally get them. Uh, also, I don't know if you'll see or read this, but if you do, how do you guys feel um, about Razor Snecky merch? Have you gotten any of it for yourselves? I didn't know what they were talking about. Um, well, I'm going to Google it. Razor, razor Snecky? Snecky Sneck? What is this? It's a snake. I mean, it's cute. It's cute it's pretty cute um giving cuddles aiding conservation chief gaming mascot meet snacky snack i mean it's not the weirdest thing razors ever done (laughs) uh no i haven't gotten my hands on any of that stuff myself um adam c says can't wait to see more collared shirts maybe long sleeves too why don't you guys branch out into formal wear and make a tie? Maybe GPU. Th- oh, I hate you so much, Luke. <laughs> Maybe GPU themed. You could call it the 3090 tie. <laughs> it's actually not that stupid.
1: That's the one where I was, I, I reacted, and you were like, "What?" And I was like, "You'll see it later." That was it, by the way. <sighs>
0: the 3090 tie. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> Jaden in full chat. I actually kind of want one. <laughs> pretty good so that gets a little bit complicated because like that would absolutely be trademarked we'd have to find a way what if you beat them to the punch around 40 90 tie that's hilarious (laughs) and then we just mock up like kind of uh what it might look like (laughs) man (laughs) oh my goodness okay all right uh, you got my attention. You got my attention. That's a legit good idea. Um, Ryan, got the shirt to commemorate my first computer repair at work. I now run IT for my office. Quite the journey. Looking to upgrade our workstations next. Would you go Intel 11th Gen or would you go 12th Gen for future-proofing? So 11th Gen would be tried and true. 12th Gen would be... Man, 12th Gen performs so much better. Um, Man, I'd be real tempted to go 12th Gen right now, to be perfectly honest with you. It's just... It's just better.
1: Daniel H. asks, there, there's a, a Sony FW900 CRT, you've probably heard of it before, mm-hmm. that does high-res, high-refresh rate gaming. Sure does. Uh, i be interested in doing a blind A-B testing against modern high-refresh rate sure. monitors.
0: I'll bounty the FW900. If someone has one that I, we could reasonably get to Vancouver, Canada, I, I am down. I would love to have one of those in our arsenal. So... Man, what are, what are they worth though? No Tell idea. you what, why don't you hit me up with your offers? Same thing. We've got the public facing email. It ain't that hard to find on the YouTube channel. If you have an FW900, I'm into it. Um, hey Linus, opposite side of the question. How does it feel <laughs> not having Luke working in LTT videos anymore? Has having your own personal VOD dev on staff been more helpful than losing a host? Love what you do. Um, honestly, What Floatplane does now is incredibly valuable. So between the Floatplane.com platform, um, I mean, you guys saw in the How Does LMG Make Money video that we did a while back, it is a significant portion of our annual revenue. And then now they're doing stuff like merch messages, which uh, quite frankly, if it goes the way that I'm expecting it to this year, I would expect the merch message revenue to outstrip the Floatplane subscription revenue for 2020 there's a lot to unpack there because there is because the float plane revenue is cash and the merch messages
1: revenue is is based on creator warehouse work and and like has look, costs. Looking at the merch messages income on a week where there is a product launch versus a week that there isn't a product launch is yes. like completely night and day and stuff but, but yeah
0: building tools like that building tools that are going to help us build out the lab make the content better i think is where the float plane team is really going to be able to shine over the next year. And the inventory system. And yeah, we have we have like a fully customized inventory system now instead of the garbage software that we were using before. That's all on the float plane team. So I think it's more valuable having an in-house dev team than it is... And having someone in charge of it who understands what we do. Because I could try to hire someone for Luke's position, but realistically, they would not understand what we do. And you guys as viewers who have followed us for many years, you might take it for granted, but it's not just straightforward. It's not just you walk into this job and immediately you're like, oh yeah, this is this is where the revenue comes from and this is who the customers are. Like It's not that simple because what we do is creative. It's not just... Plugging in inputs and getting outputs, so um, yeah, it's it's. I I wouldn't have anyone else doing it, quite frankly. Thanks, man. A Prime said you want to license that out. We've thought about it.
1: We want. There's there's still work to be done to finish custom tailoring. Like there's there's a thing we're doing for product procurement. Mm-hmm. where instead of it going through this like weird Google sheet and then uh, being added to an email and all this weird stuff, we're going to track the entire procurement process through the inventory system. Oh, that's so cool. So there's always the item there, and a notification can be sent out once that item actually shows up oh, in that's office cool. to one of the writers and stuff. So there's still like features and things that we want to bring to the table. Um, once we're done the core development and you guys are like, yeah, we just kind of like it now, then we might look into potentially licensing out. But it's going to be so tailored to us that it's like and unless you're a youtube outfit that has a massive inventory which there's probably very few of you but there are some there's gamers
0: nexus
2: yeah there's gonna
1: be some license it to steve yeah this could be like hey, steve a small got handful my of people sup <laughs>
0: but yeah i don't know um asa yes we're working on daw benchmarks it's taking a long time mechanical v i am shorter than all the options for the wants. i'm just over five feet Would you recommend this for a short woman or should I hold off? Hold off for the women's cuts because they are going to be like more more fitted for narrower legs um, in addition to being better for height. Um, Yvonne tried one of the men's fit ones and she was just like, this is a little too big for me. She is extremely skinny though, so your mileage may vary, but I would say that there's a solid chance that you're going to be better off waiting for the women's version. Uh, Matthew H, I have the GPU and controller foil shirts. When are we getting new foil shirts? No time soon. Um, Yeah, yeah, we haven't, we've kind of moved on to new metas at this point. Uh, Solar Fervor says, just saw MKBHD's What's in My Bag. Your team has a lot of camera enthusiasts. Would you guys ever consider making a camera-focused backpack? No, Uh, that is not in the plan at all. Um, it's something that we could potentially tackle, but it's also something that we would just love to see people who live and breathe it every day tackle. Like that's what makes this thing so great is that it is tech enthusiast focused. There's thought given to where does my mouse go? Most people don't carry a mouse. I do. I need somewhere to put my GD mouse. (laughs) Okay. Um, and so we want to really just stick to products where we can differentiate based on that we do use them every day and that we have pain points that we can really meaningfully address. Uh, Turf asks, Linus, are you liking the Samsung watch or going back to the Apple watch? Need a lengthy video or more details? Um, Frankly, I just use it as a watch. I use it to tell the time. The notification delivery on my phone for calendar events is so inconsistent and unreliable that I just... I can't um, really use it for that. And reminders on Android are so fundamentally broken. Um, If anyone who works on Android ever wanted to talk to me about how atrocious reminders are, I'd be happy to point them in the right direction about how to fix them. Um, When I say, remind me of something, I don't mean be like, "Hey," You might want to know this. I mean, remind me, I need to do it. And there's no way to change your reminder notification to be a continuous alarm. How is that even possible? It is Insane. 2022. Yeah. How is it even possible that you can't set a persist a persistent reminder? It's mind blowing. Anyway, that's a whole that's a whole thing. So um, as a timepiece to tell the time, I think it works great. It doesn't get stinky, so the band is good in that sense. Nice, no, good, high quality. Was it really all my thoughts? Christopher M. LTT shills for the win. Uh, need more hoodies and swackets for the full set epic pillow when i think it's in the harbor yes will there be a non-hoodie sweater in development that one could wear to work stealth sweater with a zipper front stay awesome ltt we do have a new stealth coming um it is a hoodie oh interesting yeah no i don't think man i I just love hoodies (laughs) um me too (laughs) they're kind of definitely (laughs) into hoodies a non-hoodie sweater i mean uh you know what i think we should do something like that that is a thing. Seems like a good idea, a non-hooded sweater. Um, well, with a zipper, right, is what you saying? Yeah. You
1: guys have a non-hooded sweater.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, it's really different, though. That's like a cozy, warm yeah. kind of sweater. Yeah. Um, non-hooded sweater with a zipper. I'm going to just send that to Nick with a maybe. I mean, once we've done the patterns and got the materials sourced, it's just a matter, it's a relatively simple thing. That's one of the reasons that all of this has taken so long because everything we've done has been from freaking scratch. Once we've got good suppliers and like oh, good material sourcing, it's going to get simpler. I can, We keep saying that, and then it just keeps staying complicated. Um, I would like to make a store suggestion. I work in retail, and the policy is we cannot wear any sweaters with a hood or logos. Can you please consider making a sweater with a zipper but no hood? Wait, it's the same damn suggestion, but from a different person. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're still working on it. Um, Justin says... Dank is still Careful dank. On this one. And please visit LTT. Um, and archive. I didn't click that one. I didn't. I don't know where that one came from. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jared asks Do you plan on adding microscopy? Microscopy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Equipment to the lab? If yes, do you plan to hire a microscopist? Microscopist? <laughs> <laughs> to run it. Um, anything's possible. Right now, we are digging through literally hundreds of like. Masters and PhD grade applicants—it's kind of incredible—and we're going to figure out what experts we have, and we're going to build out test suites and equipment around them. We're kind of going very backwards, but that's the—that's the reality of it. When you go in with no real solid plan and you just want to like make better videos, yeah. so yeah. Um, we're gonna—we're gonna take what we can get. Ben D says, "Just built my first computer this week. Currently watching on it. Thanks for all the educational content. When is your Beat Saber competition with Conrad coming?" anytime Conrad anytime
1: I think I think you got to put a cap on it
0: fine this month it's been at least a new year's resolution come at me bro yeah what do you think of that uh Jacob W question for Linus and Luke you guys been doing this a long time looking back what's your favorite and worst memories of working together well we did the worst a couple weeks ago I think favorite man I mean, there's, it's been a wild ride, it's man. It's been a long... <laughs> we've, we've done some crazy stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what have we not done? I mean, staying up late at Computex, just I like talking about stuff, being on the top of the mountain, man. Like, We've done a lot
1: of cool stuff lately, but I think a lot of the founding memories are going to be pretty core for a long time. Yeah. I've brought this one up quite a few times. I know. But, yeah. The
0: server falling asleep at the Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know why, but that one just sticks. That's just such a, that's a very coveted memory. All the me. late night
0: drives, right? Yeah. Like I used to d- just like drive Luke everywhere. I didn't have a car. He had and no we'd car. we'd way past the bus. And I, with, I knew he had no money yeah. because NCIX wasn't paying him any money. So what no. was I going to do? Just like leave the <laughs> office and leave him there? Like, walk walk home, home for like three hours? <laughs> I, I think I pretty much saved your life that one time when I lent you that camo jacket. Or was yep. that you yeah. or Ed? That, no, that was that was you, right? Yeah, honestly, it was probably both of
1: us. <laughs> yeah.
0: For some reason he had to take the bus and it was like crazy cold and he only had a t shirt, so I like gave him my jacket. Yeah. And then I had no jacket. I didn't tell him <laughs> I didn't tell him that I needed it. Did I ever tell you that I like I needed so. it? <laughs> okay. I, I
1: I know I borrowed that jacket when very needed more than once but i'm pretty
0: sure ed did i lost it somehow i don't know what happened to it yeah i don't have it anymore it's this like crazy ridiculous camo jacket it was super thick favorite memory sports day yeah jake honestly i
1: was thinking about that recently the second it's like
0: we got to play some ball hockey sports day i want to play some ball hockey at the gym absolutely i'm super down yeah source some sticks and i'll just like order them i don't even care i have a stick yeah, but we need more. Okay. We've got to have like hockey, ball hockey. we got to play some ball hockey. Sure, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, last merch message. Here it is. Jeffrey A. Is it better to wait and upgrade to something like the LG C2, or should I just find a good deal on a C1 equivalent? Honestly, I mean, C2 is looking brighter. It's looking exciting, but it's hard to go wrong. Man, any, any current-gen OLED is going to be such a game-changer for probably whatever you're running now that... You're going to absolutely love it.
1: I got to say, Jake said the Sports Day thing, and then he said charity streams. Um, I, Jake, I have very recently dug out all of the footage of you and me screwing around making those Christmas presents for my family. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I've been cutting it together. It's not going to go anywhere. I, I think I just want the video for myself, like genuinely. Luke technically has a channel. Yeah, I just. There's I a video of out. me saving him on the bridge, <laughs> which had zero dislikes until we pointed it out on Wayne Show, and then it got some dislikes. I was sad, um, but it is so funny. I don't like I. I'm watching this this really old footage of Jake and I just like screwing around in the garage at like one in the morning, <laughs> making like stupid toilet humor jokes, and it is so funny that I just watch it and then run out of time. And have done almost no editing because I just find it hilarious. <laughs> I just keep watching. And it's so much footage. It's actually excessive. And it's funny because I have no idea what I'm doing with cameras. So anytime Jake isn't there, the footage is like basically unusable. So it's basically just Jake and I the whole time. <laughs> so like half the time I film myself, I didn't turn the mic on. Jake wants to see it. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I have all. It's so, it's actually so funny. I don't know.
0: Uh, Junkie81 asks, is he allowed to upload it? Yeah, of course.
1: One of the best parts is we have this bucket of cement that's dried out, and I have to try to get the cement out of the bucket, but it's like (laughs) 1 in the morning. (laughs) So I'm trying to, like, hammer the cement out of this bucket, and and Jake's telling me I'm not going to be able to get it done, and he's like, oh, man, it's so funny. Oh, man. I want to watch this video It's actually hilarious. I'll, I'll cut it together at some point it's a lot of footage so it's going to take me like forever some but. of the
0: early channel super fun stuff was pretty ridiculously fun too just like oh
1: man, even yeah. just
0: little dumb stuff like remember that time you chased me and I was like legit sc- I had like a fight or <laughs> flight reaction
1: you jumped over somebody else's fence didn't you? something like that <laughs>
0: just trying to get away from him. <laughs> yeah, I remember mean,
1: that. There's been a lot of we've done we've done a lot of stuff. It's been a good time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. All right, and
0: it's been a long time on this show. I think it's time for us
1: to call it. Oh my god, someone said technically it still has no dislikes. That's funny. Never thought about that.
0: Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> we'll see you guys again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.
1: Bye. I legitimately think at this point in time, if I finish the edit, it's going to be like well over an hour long. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't care. Like, I don't know if I'd even release it. So it's not for like, it's not really for other people. I don't care if people keep watching. Oh, wait, I got to end the stream. Bye.